This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 177. I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. As always, I am joined by the other one, Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Uh, how are you doing tonight, David? Yo, 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 crime time Brooklyn, what up? Seriously? Yeah, who's, who's not excited for them reuniting? Where? Um, I forgot where, but they're reuniting soon. Is it but JCW, really, I think, is it? Uh, I think. Oh no, is it Jersey she, All Pro? I for, yeah, maybe Jersey All Pro, but they're changing their name to like, they're, the Y and the I, so... So it's just going to be crime time instead of crime time? Pretty much. Yo, 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 yo. Pop a 40 and check your rollies. It's crime time. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Dude, that was such a good fucking theme song. Yeah, you marked out for them a lot. No, I didn't. Yeah, you were a fan. Yeah, I was a fan. I wouldn't even say I marked out. I wouldn't say I marked out often. If you asked people, they would say that you had marked for them. I mean. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Kinda. If you say something like, oh, the Hardy Boys, yeah, that I marked out a lot for. <laughs> Don't Word. Yeah, but definitely follow me on Twitter. Don't Dave put the yourself Rave. over again. M-O, because I am Dave the Rave, that all the ladies crave. And I actually came close to breaking 100 followers. I don't know why, though. I, like, I, I almost came close to breaking 400 followers, and then all of a sudden, two people yeah, unfollowed also- me. But you're also on Twitter a lot longer than I am. And you Shut do. up, doofus. Like, I, all I did was I liked, um, what did I like? I liked uh, Anthony Robbins on uh, Twitter and, like, but, like, motivational. You mean followed? Huh? Followed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I followed, uh, like, some motivational stuff on Twitter. And then, like, 10, 10 people, based off of that, ended up following me. So if you want an easy follow, go follow <laughs> Anthony Robbins and uh, and what is it, Joel Oz, uh, Joel Osteen? You did not follow it's, Joel Osteen. Yeah, I like him. What? I like, I like him. I like what he's. What they're he all says. crooks. I like they're he, all fucking I like crooks. Preaches, preaches. I like it. They're all crooks. That's I the one disagree. thing. If you listen to Gangsters Beware, then you'll hear it at the end. If you listen very carefully, you'll hear it. If you can learn to preach, you can control a crowd. You and can. if you can control a crowd, you win for life. Meaning, yeah, Joel Osteen like, sells out, whatever. He's yeah, Such, but 7, he's also he's also doing a lot of good in doing the motivational uh, motivational speaking, the what pos- kind of good? positive positive thoughts, positive vibes. What kind making, of good though? What's he he's doing? He's making making people feel good about whatever their situations are. People should and helping them get through things. People should know that they can do that with not, music. Not many people know that they could do that though. They a lot do that of people with music. Uh, uh, yeah. But I'm a big supporter of him. Um, yeah. So 
What do you want to kick off with? Let's kick it off with some independent wrestling talk. No, are you kidding me? You do I this would. every single week. Why? Oh, yeah. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> that shit. Fans, David hates you. Hashtag oh, David about, hates you. Talking about D- David hating. David hates when Brandon goes on Twitter. No. And starts to make up bullshit. It's not tweet. bullshit. It's a way to get people. Okay. It's our website. On, Brandon went on Twitter and decided it would be a great idea to tweet out <laughs> that he's going to be starting his own wrestling promotion and to uh, leave a comment or try to inqui- inquire about it. So, of course, then a pro wrestler inquires about it and a fan or possibly another wrestler inquires about it. Why would you do that? If you read, it You're- says, re- leave your comments on our website with your whatever. Yeah, don't don't tell anybody that you're starting a promotion. And if you do dash B, no, I am there was not no involved room. with that. There was no room. You're not involved with that horse shit. You went and tweeted your own fucking tweet. Yeah, yeah, putting you down. No, not putting me down. Hell. Putting you're like, oh, we actually are starting a promotion. Oh yeah, no, that's X F F F G F Y F F C B B B F L L. Actually, no, that's incorrect. What I really said was FFFBBBLLLLX. Every thing that I actually put in there actually stood for something. Yeah, and what's with you all of a sudden using my three-year-old fucking hashtag? What three-year-old hashtag? F-A-D-A-N. Last I checked, I created it just recently. No, no. What is yours? Why are you using that? I don't have to let you know right now. (laughs) What are you using that for? If you go back to 2012, if you click... That literally the very first one I think that comes up is from marking out dash yeah, B. I tweeted, I think dash B. That yeah, says uh, it's fisting uh, all day, all night. Oh, and also your 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 promotion that you're starting up. It stands for Brandon's Backyard Wrestle. Uh, ba- Brandon's Backyard Worldwide Championship Global Force. Um, I forgot what some of these meant. Oh, uh, yeah, because. You make yeah. everything up, right? Missing yeah. acronym over here. For the most part, for the most part. At least I don't lie to the fans in the uh, wrestling. I'm not lying. I just, it's at a least way I don't to get lie to the fans to in website. the wrestling. At least I don't lie to the fans and the wrestlers that follow us on Twitter. It's a we had so many views on our website that day, David. Yeah, we did. We really and did. Then, and then everybody goes to the website to find out that there is no promotion, and then you just broke so many hearts. Oh, no, you're supposed to go and listen to the episode. You're not supposed to inquire on Twitter. You're supposed to inquire via the episode. Didn't you tell me on Facebook not to lie to try to get people to listen? You're oh. making up dumb lies. Oh, oh. You're like, oh, this on this episode, Brandon cooked his steak. This is not a dumb lie. No, telling, it's telling, not. Telling our followers that include wrestlers that we are starting a wrestling promotion. No. That is a dumb lie. <laughs> oh, and for the record, um, just email us if you do want to inquire about that. Because uh, About starting every- a promotion with us? <laughs> what was the one-time show that we would hold? Which? Um, you, you said it yesterday when we were talking about this. You said that if we did run a show, you were going to call it this. Marking Out Presents. Mark, uh, something about marking, about being a mark. It wasn't Mark and Out presents Mark Out Mania. No, no, no. Mark and Out presents I'm a fucking Mark, or no? I no, no. There was no cursing. I don't. I don't remember. Mark and Out presents I'm a Mark. From I don't know. 
proud to be a mark. I think we could put on a decent show for like a one-time deal. I think we could. With the amount of like people we that... We don't have a ring, but... Who needs a ring? I've seen that shit done outside. Yeah, of... and then everybody it's... makes fun of it. It takes one Nikolai Volkov match, David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but look how much exposure that got. Yeah, unfortunately, too much exposure. Yeah, right? All now, right. Now let's... he's doing porn. What? It's 2014, folks. Not every joke's going to hit. For a moment, I actually, I was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're like, where could I Google Nikolai Volkov porn? Yeah, seriously. Come on. Got to get into that shit. Perfect title. Right. Perfect title. Nikolai Volkov's on your face. <laughs> First comment is from B Monta B. Great show as always, but I would just like to correct you on the company. I know best NYWC and say that Tony Nese has no affiliation with Jesse Vane, Matthew Justice, Flawless Blake Morris, or anyone in Team Elite. And that now Nice is a face. Thanks again. Follow me on Twitter at NYWC underscore sign guy. Um, just to backtrack to that little conversation... Yeah, I still, I mean, we do know that Tony Nese isn't affiliated with Team Elite and everything, um, especially since he did make his return as a face. The thing is, I still see Nice and Big O encountering each other at some point. Yeah, I know that Big O has to go through uh, the rest of Team Elite, Mike Mondo, and everybody like that. But I do see at some – I don't think Tony Nese is going to remain a face for long. He is a very good heel. It doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a face versus heel. It, it could just be uh, a mutual respect kind of a deal. Like uh, uh, Big O gains Tony Nese's respect and then they uh, go at it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, NYWC is amazing. Go check them out, nywcwrestling.com. They have an event going on uh, tomorrow, Saturday, depending on when you're listening to this. So next week we'll have a bunch of results for you. Yeah. And let's move on to some more comments from Jasmine. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say that already. I mean, oh, were you? I think it's might have, might even already have been said. Oh well, but... that's that's great editing right there. <laughs> but she, she goes, David. You're, you're David started, to, when, David when you started, me, yeah, okay. When you cue me back into the David, show, well, you're supposed to actually tell me what you leave off, left off at. David started hearing trumpet playing outside his window, so. Uh, AKA Brandon misspoke, <laughs> and uh, no, we had David edit. started hearing trumpet music. <laughs> I wasn't leaving trumpet music in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, Jasmine goes on to say, Hey guys, I really enjoyed this week's episode of the podcast. You guys made the hey, traffic. Hey, did it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you guys made the traffic my family and I experienced this weekend during a trip seem bearable. So thanks a bunch. Something that really stuck out to me during the podcast was what Dave said about having a battle royal on NXT to earn a spot in the second Money in the Bank match. Uh, that would have been interesting to watch, in my opinion. I would be worried that the, it, that what happened with Bo Dallas when he earned a spot in the Royal Rumble last year would happen again with the person who would have won the Battle Royal on NXT. If the Battle Royal were to happen, and as Dave said, Sami Zayn would have won, what do you guys think would have happened afterwards? Thanks again for the awesome podcast episodes every week. 
at Reverse Enemsage. Before we continue on with her uh, follow-up, let's go ahead and speak about this a little bit. Okay. Um, with the Sami Zayn, I think it would be a great. I think it would have been a great idea to have him debut at Money in the Bank, even though we don't know if he is or is not yet. But I thought that that battle royal idea would have worked out perfectly, especially because it's not like these are um, these debuts would be kind of random to the point where fans don't know who they are. Right. I mean, Sami Zayn has been working house shows with them overseas, which it, which I don't think has been happening too often. I mean, they have Sami Zayn and uh, Adrian Neville traveling with the the main roster over to Japan Although, in uh, July. Are you saying that you don't think people will know who they are? Or No, no, no. I'm saying that they, they will know who they are. Oh, because I was going to say, given the fact that they're in Boston, I think it's a good chance that... Yeah, no, I think that they, they would know who they are. Compared, to, I'm just comparing it as... Uh, as compared to before, like the network and NXT and everything, oh, okay. someone someone can debut and no one will really know who they are. But yeah. I mean, they, and they've given Sami Zayn a ton of exposure, especially with yeah, with the JBL and Cole show, and even more so with the the whole. Uh, oh, that's true. Also, that he's been doing that money stuff. Yeah, and I mean that went away, but um, I mean I don't know if that has anything. I mean the money's stuff and everything i think that mainly just goes with how uh they they always refer to him as like the top draft pick and the number one star and stuff like that just like really hyping him up a little bit Hmm. so but i was gonna say that uh wwe with giving him exposure and everything just having oh look at this like five star match blah 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 match of the year or whatever they say yeah so I mean, and the good thing is, Sami Zayn is one of the wrestlers that it's tough to get. I could see it being so tough to gauge an NXT wrestler and uh, and how they're going to be on the main roster because you could get over big time on NXT because because it's like a little small. Yeah, it's it's like it's kind of like a little small. I guess um, it's like an independent wrestling. Yeah, I was I was going to say like independent crowd. Where they actually know some of these majority of these wrestlers' backgrounds, right? And they're not—they're smart fans. Um, wow. Well, so, but with Sami Zayn, when he does come up, that Olay chant is going to come with him. Like it's not going to be uh, like Biggie, the five and everything that dies down with Emma and her uh, trying to get into the ring. How that got over huge in NXT, and now that doesn't even come up at all because the first two times that she tried it, not got no reaction. The yeah. Sami Zayn Olay chant, no matter where you go, is going to get over huge. Yeah, because I mean, he's he's an international superstar. He really is. I mean, plus now you have uh, I think it's Fernando uh, out with an injury. Um, so there goes your uh, I guess your original. Olay chance. I don't think that's what they ever. I don't know. I really don't think they ever pushed it like that, though. But the, but they did. They did have it at the start of the the intro, the intro, intro, and trying to build it up at first. I don't know. It's a. I don't know. I think that was a different Olay, though. I think that they. I think they tried. I think they did try. You never know. But now with him injured, you're not going to have that sort of uh, interference. So, like, with the theme song? Yeah. So, uh, you want to continue or want me to? Uh, she went on to say, 
or I should say Jasmine went on to say, I'll give her a name. Uh, just yeah, can, one, you, can you please give her a name because she does have a name. And I gave her a name, David. Did you give her a name? Yeah, I did. Okay. Jasmine went on to say, just wanted to add my thoughts on the first TNA taping of the week in New York City that I went to last night, which was Wednesday the 25th. I actually had a lot of fun. The energy of... I'm sorry, I didn't put a period there. I actually had a lot of fun. The energy from the crowd was really good. There were several empty seats on the balcony, while only a few on the stage seats were empty. Wait, well, only a few stage, uh, stage seats were empty. Um, there was a lot of action in the ring, which for most part I enjoyed. If I could, I'd go to the tapings that will be taking place tonight and tomorrow, which was yesterday and today. Or if you're watching this Thursday and Friday, listening to this. Listening. Yeah, sorry about that. Never apologize on your own podcast. No, I was apologizing to myself. You should. Look in the mirror next time. I don't have any more. It's more honest. I'm not, um, what's the word? Narcissist? No. Shit, what's the word? Why can't, why can't Amish people look in the mirrors? Vain. I'm not vain, so... Sorry you're about so that. Vain. You're yeah, okay, so relax. I, I bet you think, think this podcast's so about you. Don't you? Don't you? Yeah, yeah. But with TNA, I, that's one thing that I don't like is that Dixie Carter tweeted out saying, uh, basically saying, Hey, y'all, Dixie Carter here. Uh, TNA Impact at Manhattan Center is completely sold out. No reserve tickets or no held tickets for anybody. So if you're a pro wrestler and you want to stop on by and you're, you're not going to get in. And it's just bullshit. because I, Oh, and then she went on to say, we'll try to release some more tickets, y'all. And it's like, you go on Ticketmaster as soon as she tweets that. There's tons of fucking tickets left, Dixie. I'm not, we're not stupid. There's yeah, a seating chart you can of, pick tickets from. I think that that is smart. And dumb at it's, the same time. It's not smart. It's but, dumb because you can go to the fucking Ticketmaster and see each seat that's sold. Okay, but not everybody's going to be doing that. And There's if, no other way to do that. Check it. If you're the on Twitter or something, hey, if you're yeah. on Twitter or something and you see that it's sold, like you're seeing that it's sold out, you're going to think that it's sold out. I mean, you're not going to really go be like, oh, let me, let me cross check this right now. Well, Brandon every, did that. <laughs> yeah, not everybody thinks like that. Some people say, see that it's sold out, and they'll actually be like, wow, TNA did it. I mean, which is bullshit. But, that, but, the, but the, I think the failure here is that in doing so, I think you're also uh, turning away a lot of people. How soon, how soon after she tweeted that did, they, did she tweet out saying that they're going to try to release more? No, it was the same tweet. It was the same tweet. Okay. Because I was going to say, if you say that it's sold out... She said something like, we're going to try and release the holds. Like, as if they have holds on tickets for yeah, people you that are... I feel like you can't do that. You have to try to let the fans know that, that there will be a ticket for them. Like, if they go to the box office right now, before the event starts, they will be able to get a ticket to get in. As opposed to being like, it's it may be sold out, so you may come down here for no good reason. And then I saw yesterday's taping. Somebody tweeted out a picture of the backstage area saying, um, "No us uh, event sold out. No, uh, no comps tonight or something." Live the gimmick. Go to Ticketmaster. 
Dude, it's part Tonight, of, go dude, to Ticketmaster. It it's, just it's, makes no sense. It's the same thing. I mean, you want people to think that it's sold out. I mean, especially it's pathetic. Because, That's pathetic. Yeah but, yeah, but look, I mean, I don't think we should be focusing that much on this. I think it's kind of bullshit that every time the TNA does put on a house show or something like that, we everybody points out that there's not that many uh, fans or anything at the at the arenas that they're running. And I don't think once have I ever heard anything about the matches that are actually taking place. But what it's always I'm, more about I'm, the crowd. I'm not concerned about the show not having a low attendance. It didn't have a low attendance. I'm more concerned about lying. Why oh, would you does. lie it's, and say that's not that's not to me that's terrible. Uh, what about you with saying that you're running a promotion? That was a thing to get people to click on our link and they did and what do you and what do you think that Dixie Carter's trying to do? Did you Brag not click about it to, selling out? And did you not t- click it to Ticketmaster? I was going to do that anyway. Exactly. You still you clicked it to Ticketmaster to see if it was actually sold out. Yeah, some then guess people, what? Spoiler alert, will, I didn't uh, buy a ticket. Some people yes, but you, some people did click into it and saw that there was that they got lucky enough, lucky enough and they were like, oh, wow, I actually got lucky enough that I could get a ticket right now, and they're sold out. I'm jumping on this right now because it may be gone in a few minutes. If you fucking saw it was sold out and then thought to yourself, wow, I have a ticket here and it's still sold out, bro, you may be a redneck. I'm just kidding. That's messed up. I like rednecks. I I think that it's smart business. I, I, don't, I don't know with that. I just the one thing I want to see. Good. So when I'm tweeting, when I tweet this episode out, I'm gonna say that we have Stone Cold Steve Austin or something on this podcast. Just tag him. Yeah. Right. Everybody. Stone Cold. Stone Cold will see that and be like, Stone Cold. Stone Cold would see that and be like, what? Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna tweet out this podcast this week, tag Stone Cold Steve Austin. Nobody's gonna do that. Yeah. Everybody do it. I want to. No one's gonna do it. I want him to be like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like on his podcast, it would never happen. Um, but yeah, I think I'm good with it. I saw a few of these pictures and the crowd look, it did look packed. It looked so much different, right? It, but it did look packed and it did look, I love atmospheres like that. It's so intimate. I am such a big fan of intimate settings when it comes to wrestling, where I'm a big fan of, of NYWC Sportatorium. I'm a big fan of the Manhattan Center. I like the just small condensed where, if some people stand, everybody's got to stand. I'm just a big fan of that. Um, what did you think about seeing the six-sided ring there? Or do you want to get just, this it was, later? No, I'll talk about it now. I just okay. thought it was interesting. I never, like, because t- I never watched the Raws and stuff from back then. What no. I, I, I only know the Manhattan Center from going back and watching clips. And but to me, it just looks so different. different. Didn't we see oh. Ring Bonner there or no? No, we went to the Hammerstein. That was Hammerstein, okay. And you know what else is interesting thing to note is that I I think the uh, for Monday Night Raw and stuff they would um, they would turn the house lights on. No, what do you mean? Weren't the lights on for Raw like bright? Yeah, yeah. TNA it looked very dark. Oh yeah, no. Well, TNA had all the lights off. Raw always had the lights on. TNA obviously they had it they had it dark with maybe some lights focusing on the ring. I mean, there's a lot of independent shows that do do that where they turn off all like they like to dim the lights very dark and then just show it spotlight on the ring. 
I, I think it adds to the setting. I, I actually think TNA did that when we went to see them uh, uh, live a few years ago. They well, did that, the same thing. That you expect. It's not. That's not like. I mean, I mean I'm. What? I wouldn't expect them to leave the 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 main lights on. Oh man, that's a big bug that just dropped right down. It's fudge. I'll kill it later. Um, yeah. So TNA had the tapings. I'm. It's all or nothing right now. Wow. What? Because <laughs> that was my whole thing. It's make it or break it. Oh, that's what you just said? No, I. that's what I said to you in the first place. Oh, and I, I said the exact same thing right back at you. I, I completely believe that they're going all in and they're going to break out all the stops. And honestly, if I was home for this... I think you I think you should really buy tickets to one of these tapings because you don't you really don't know what you're going to see. I mean some of these people spoiler some of these people are seeing the Hardy Boys team up to take on uh uh who do they take on? The American Wolves or the Wolves. Yeah. I mean you're also you're also having the opportunity to see the great Muda in action. I mean I feel like some of these uh for as Cheap as they're selling the tickets for, I think it's well worth it. I'd say jump on that in a heartbeat. I mean, it's still a night. It's still a for fifteen twenty dollars. No, it's still worth it. No, no, no. Cheapest is like forty. Oh, really? Yeah. Even still, I'd say go for it. I mean, it's still a nice experience, uh, especially if you haven't been to a TNA uh, taping or anything TNA related. Still worth it. And I, I still love, if you're going to get seats there, go with the balcony. For sure. I, hate, I, I dislike sitting down below in the Manhattan Center in Hammerstein. It's not risers, right? It's just regular. Yeah, it's just regular. Like, it's all on uh, same, the same uh, plane, the same uh, floor. Yeah. Unless you're sitting on the stage or on – well, on the stage, everyone's the same. But in the balcony, it's actually kind of stadiumed. Yeah, up a little bit, and you don't have like if you're sitting down below. If one, if some people stand up, you're not going to be able to see. While in the balcony, you're perfectly fine. So if you're going to get tickets, check out the balcony. Also, um, oh, and TNA announced uh, that Bound for Glory will be in Japan this year. So that's also another huge make it or break it thing. Yeah, I think that this is. I think it's actually very, very smart and intelligent and uh, surprising and bold. I think it's all of those. Uh, yeah. um, you got to figure that Japanese uh, – in Japan, I feel like they're going to res- give it sort of a, more of a respect than the American crowd where you can pretty much uh, put on anything and they're going to be entertained – for for the wrestling aspect, as opposed to really getting involved with the storylines and having everything outside with Dixie Carter and whatever, interrupting them watching the matches. They're going to actually be putting their focus on the matches. But then they also have to be careful because it's Japan, and they, they sit there, watch, and clap very quietly. I love that. So I, I'm a big fan of that. But it depends on where, though. I mean, there yeah, are times absolutely. where, New, like, there's times where New Japan Pro Wrestling that there are uh, loud, loud uh, audiences. Right. So I mean, it really depends. But I think that this could 
make a good amount of money. Figure they could charge a lot more than they charge for TNA tickets uh, in the United States because this is like a, a rarity uh, to happen in Japan uh, with TNA-wise. And figure if you bring in some of your top names, if you bring, especially because it's the pay-per-view, you bring in Kurt Angle, you bring in some of these other wrestlers, uh, Team 3D, I think it's going to draw. People will buy tickets. I think it's going to work. What do you think? Team 3D, aren't they? How would they do that? What do you mean? They're not going to team together, would they? You never know. You never know. Um, Next comment is from Andrew. The show was awesome as always. Money in the Bank is one of the pay-per-views I look forward to every year. Because no matter what, the matches are interesting. Money in the Bank ladder matches in the Royal Rumble have the unpredictability, which makes them exciting. Even if the winner is obvious, there is so much more to a Money in the Bank match. Also, last note, save Brad Maddox. I really believe it's fake because of all the circumstances, but man, does he look bad. Hopefully, he believes and is okay. Remember, guys, keep up the hard work, and one day you'll be a champion like a Bo Dallas. From the number two mark at DrewFem97. And follow up. Oh, and I'm hoping Chris makes his huge return at Marking Out 200, which will be in this, uh, be early December, maybe in time for the fourth annual Markies. Yeah. About that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? Well, well, no, I was going to say, let's talk about Brad Madox yeah. in a second. Oh, why? Someone else also brings it up. So. Oh, okay. Well, instead of that, I'm going to just uh, promote Chris for a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely uh, since, do that. Yeah, since he does bring up Chris, Chris is doing very well. His wife, his kid, everything's going very well with him. Um, we do miss it, having him on the podcast. Uh, but if you're looking for any, um, any video production crew, uh, anybody that does video production, he is an expert. He's very good. He's shot music videos, uh, TV shows, etc. He's very talented when it comes to this department. Um, go check him out on Facebook, facebook.com slash CMS video. And you could also email him any uh, inquiries if you want him to uh, come video, uh, videotape anything that you are putting together, whether it's a music video, he could do anything. Uh, email him at cmsweeney85 at gmail.com. But definitely easiest way is facebook.com slash cmsvideo. So go like him, go check him out, go support him. Good brother. Yeah. Up um, next. Oh, I just want to agree with Andrew too on the Money in the Bank and Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think those may be two of my favorites as well. Um, I kind of would put them ahead of WrestleMania, just because. Uh, like, I wouldn't only, say WrestleMania. I would say up there with WrestleMania, just based no, off of the unpredictability. That's, that's the thing. Like as a kid growing up, I mean, the Royal Rumble. As obviously, Money in the Bank wasn't present, but Royal Rumble. I always had as my number one, and my number two was Survivor Series because I love those Survivor Series style matches of like the random tag teams and everything. 
Yeah. Um, Rumble, but I, I guess think. also, in a way, WrestleMania wasn't really what WrestleMania was, or is now, I should say. Yeah, no, now it's now it's more of a spectacle as opposed to everything. But I still love that unpredictability that Royal Rumble has. And, yeah, um, yeah hopefully this Brad Maddox thing will cover, I guess, in a few more comments. Yeah, but up next, I guess making his big, no pun intended. Oh, shut the hell up. You meant the pun. Return to the podcast. <laughs> big E uh, commenting. Brandon and gentlemen, huh? You saw the beatdown I put on Sandow, huh? You know how many times Rusev disrespected us, huh? Five, huh? Stand up for America, huh? Because enough is enough. And it's time for a, huh? Wrong phrase, huh? Five. 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 I hated the fact that he said enough is enough on Raw. I hated that so much. Because when I hear the, enough, when I hear enough is enough, I want to hear the rest of it. What I about, what about all the huh, huh? Uh, I I I think, I think he literally couldn't catch his breath, which is funny because I just probably. said on last week's episode that I could wrestle a match if Biggie was blown up. So there I could go. certainly cut a promo better than Biggie. Then <laughs> who cuts a better promo, Biggie or Big Papa Pump? Papa Pump. Yeah, I got to agree with you. Or were you going to say something? <laughs> were you trying to say Papa Pump or are you like calling me Papa Pump? No, no, no. I was saying Scott Steiner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't like this entire, like, him being the American and everything. Like, I don't, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, well. Stupid. Uh, Eric wrote into us, hey, guys, excellent podcast as usual this week. The show keeps getting funner. Oh, bleh. That was like. <laughs> the show keeps getting funnier. I, I feel like I just went like Oprah, Oprah on that shit. I don't get it. Getting funny, like oh. I don't know. <laughs> the show. Keeps it's funny getting... that it's funny that you could just do an impression and be like, "Yo, whose impression is this?" Bicycle, and people would be like, "Oprah, <laughs> holy shit, that's the best Oprah I've ever heard." Funny, or be like, "Cookies and ice," or no, "Cookies and cream." <laughs> yeah, I was going to say cookies and ice cream, but I meant cookies and cream. Yeah. Uh, the show keeps getting funnier, which I really enjoy. I enjoy that as well. Keep the laughs coming. I do That's know. What she said. Uh, oh, I do know about you guys, but I've been having a lot of trouble watching Raw recently. I just feel like the current product is good enough to have a three. Wait, is good enough, is to, good have enough a, to have a threesome? A three hour show every oh, week. Every week. On wait, on the question. Okay, on to the question. Do you think Raw would benefit from going back to a two-hour uh, two-hour show with occasional super shows, which could stay at three hours? Interesting on interested on hearing what you guys think. Thanks again for the awesome podcast. The number one mark at Montreal Broski. MTL Broski, bro. Um, I. Is that supposed to see? Is is that is he intentionally trying to say that he thinks that the product's good enough for three hour raw or no? I'm going back and forth whether or not. Uh, no, uh, if you read the next fucking comment, it says that wasn't supposed to say current current product okay. isn't, or that was supposed to say the current product isn't good enough for three hours. Okay, because I, that's what threw me off. Because I was reading it, and I'm like. 
Wait a second, you just said something else. Um, yeah, but I'm in the same boat as you. I'm having such a tough time watching Raw. Uh, it just, honestly, the only the only times I'll actually start watching some of the Raw is like the the second and third hour. The entire first hour, I could couldn't care for. You could ask Brandon all the promos and whatever. I don't even watch anymore because I don't care. I don't. I mean, yes, Bray Wyatt cuts an amazing promo, but why? How many times could I watch him cut an amazing promo? Right. I mean, this the, week's the, at least was a little different, but I mean, but it's the same thing with CM Punk. CM Punk cuts amazing promos, but how many times can I watch that? And yeah, it was it? it was great three years ago today when it happened. Yeah, right? it was three years ago today, or what? Yeah, three years ago today was the pipe bomb. But then you start hearing more and more promos, and it's like, oh, CM Punk pipe bomb, CM yeah. Punk pipe bomb. And it's um, like, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think that it would be, excuse me, I think that it would be good to go to two hours. But the problem is, they're still making money on the third hour. The reason they, why they, I oh, hold sorry, on, go ahead. Yeah, dude. they're they're still making money on advertisements. On uh, potential of selling more merchandise for having the uh, raw audience there for an extra hour, you're still selling more merchandise, more vendor, uh, more like a concession stand selling, and you still have another. That would happen hour anyway. What everything? The concession stand sales would be uh, there anyway. You'd be. Yeah, you'd now, still but, be there at eight o'clock. They'd yeah, just be giving still, you. Huh? They would just be giving you dark matches before raw. I don't know. I That's don't how know. it's always been. There's no way that why they comp- but they still have dark matches, right? But let's like back in the day, we'd go to wrestling, we'd see like two or three or four dark matches. Now there's no like way. one. Yeah. No. Yes. It's like one or two. No. Yeah, I, I've never seen three or four dark matches. I'm telling you, I can pull up our results right now from revolts that. Re- Do me a favor and pull that up when we get off when we're uh, done with the show. No, I mean... I'm curious about that. No, because, well, we saw... Yeah, there's dark matches, and they had Jacked and stuff. Yeah, but Jacked was in a dark match. Here's dark match. Uh, Randy Orton and Ron Waterman defeated Rico and Sean Stasiak. Okay. Brock Lesnar defeated Crash Holly. Okay. Billy Kidman defeated Funaki. Then we then Jacked. Then Raw. So, All right, well, even still, I I go back and forth with that third hour. I don't know if the dark matches are even necessary all that much. I that's I don't know. I but mean, I especially just, with I just, especially with the developmentals with the uh, system that they have now in NXT, I don't know how the dark matches would really work. Yeah, I that's, mean, unless that's, it's just a, unless it's just to gauge how someone is doing in front of a, a raw kind of a crowd. But that's what weird because dark matches didn't always didn't used to be like. I don't know. What? There, it, like, it didn't always have to be this person versus uh, that person. It could be this person, like, on the main roster versus Jobber. I, the most, uh, yeah, but it's always to build up someone. It's never, yeah, yeah, I mean, I the, you're right. yeah. the dark matches, I feel like, are always used to either build up someone that's not getting the same, the, uh, the steam that they're supposed to be getting on the main roster to build them up with a big, strong, open, uh, dark match. Or to have someone in a tryout um, and see how how well they work. I mean, usually that would be to put over one of the current uh, main roster talents too. 
but it's mainly just to try out and see how someone looks. Yeah, but just to go to the thing with the that it may be that he wants it to cut back to two, the reason why I don't think it should is because the storyline-wise is we'd see it... They, they already scramble for storylines and everything, but if they take that extra hour out, there's going to yeah. be so much less product there that that's that's going to be a lot more that we have to put uh a lot more promos to fit in right you know what I mean? like exactly. we would have to yeah like i'm sorry i cut you off no but, you're you're perfectly fine that's perfectly right like i mean with your third your third hour you're allowing yourself to kind of spread out the amount of promos that are nece- uh, necessary to let the pl- uh, storylines make sense and if you condense it into two you're not gonna. You're gonna have to condense those story, those storylines and the promos. And by condensing the promos, you're also gonna be c- cutting out a few matches. It's uh, and it's like they already have the three hours on Raw, and then they continue even more storyline wise now that the network's available on main event. Yeah. So, um, it's but also those let's also keep in mind that they do have a pretty large uh, current roster on yeah. the. I mean, and it, by cutting out that hour. You're cutting out uh, payday for a good amount of wrestlers. Yeah, there goes Ziggler and Barrett. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you want to take the next one? Yeah, up next we have a comment from Kathy Hummer on Facebook. She says, I think you guys reek of awesomeness. So thank you for that, Kathy. Appreciate the kind words. Uh, next comment is from Kyle. Hey guys, great episode this week. Just wanted to get your thoughts if you uh, if you watched Ring of Honor's first pay per view this past Sunday. Can't recall if you guys talked about it last week. I'm not an in- independent guy uh, whatsoever, but I ended up ordering the replay, not knowing what to expect. Only guys I recognized was Matt Hardy and Bad Influence. The match that really blew me away um, blew me away was the Briscoes versus Har- uh, Hardy and Michael uh, Mike Bennett. For some reason, wasn't able to watch the main event. My uh, my Ustream order cut it off. Uh, to the Brad Maddox thing he's doing, it's all a work. How else would he be able to upload the vid- uh, those videos? Looking forward to hear what you guys have to say. Thanks again. Um, I actually I got to well congratulations with uh, your first order of uh, independent wrestling show. If I think that I'm going to assume that that's probably your first order of one. Um, it I thought that the paper I got to watch some of the pay per view. I thought it was very good. Uh, I know Chris was a big fan of the pay per view. He ordered it as well. Um, I thought it was very, done very well. Um, for I feel like if you don't know the pro if you don't know the product and you don't know the wrestlers, I feel that it would be very easy to get uh, roped into watching it. Especially because it's independent wrestling, and they have a lot more freedom and a lot more, um, a lot more, I don't know, a lot more freedom, a lot more better matches. They're allowed to have better matches, and it's a lot more entertaining at times. Um, so, in the Ring of Honor pay per view, I'm going to talk about it a little bit later on in the podcast. We didn't mention it, I don't think, at all, or very briefly. Uh, we mentioned it on the previous episode or episodes. Um, I didn't, but, see, I didn't see it, but, uh, I saw pictures that Larry legend posted. So, yeah, I mean, but definitely we'll speak about it a little bit later on in the podcast. Uh, if you are going, if you have any plans to start getting into, uh, independent wrestling, I suggest, uh, PWG, 
they have Bola coming up, which I'm going to speak about a little bit later on. Uh, but look well, into the scene if you could. I don't know if it's on IP per view or if it's just uh, DVD sales. But if it is just DVD sales, see, check out purchasing Bola once it's released. Um, but with this whole Brad Madox thing, yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Um, everybody's everyone's saying like, oh, he's got to be all right. You need Wi-Fi, or whatever, to post the yeah. That's videos. that's but me. that's not that's tr- my that's not true. Oh well, no, no. You need internet connection to post the videos, but just because you have internet connection doesn't mean you can make phone calls. It, it's two different signals. Yeah, but why why are you gonna go take the time to upload a YouTube video asking for help as opposed to going onto Facebook and private messaging someone that's a little bit more immediate to you, such as a family member or uh, it, significant it, other? He, he might just have like the I don't know how the YouTube stuff works, but it might just be like a quick upload type of thing from like here here's the video, quick upload to YouTube I, instead of actually having. Face, uh, Twitter or Facebook connections. I I don't I don't know it. how any of that works. I don't know. Just the the fact that he said call the police is is that's I, the, that's, that's why where I the red flag goes. I don't know. I think that's why it's stupid. Uh, oh, let me like I, that's where I think it's stupid and everything to tell people to call the police and all of that. Oh, it's interesting. I think that video is off of his uh, Twitter now. It was never on Twitter. It wasn't? No, he never tweeted it. Interesting. The last thing was him going into the cave. Yeah, they have the uh, gas mask and everything that he was testing out. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't buy it. I think it's stupid, Um, especially if he's trying to get over or get some exposure or anything. I think it's poor taste. Hopefully it's fake. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. if it's... I mean, but I really think that it, it's if it is fake, it's really poor uh, taste. Good acting, though. <laughs> yeah, good acting. But I just, I, I really still... do hope it is fake, and I do say it is poor taste too. But we don't I, at this point. We I guess we have to report it as is. I mean, I, mean, I don't want to say it's fake, and then next week it turns out it's real. I don't. I mean, not one source has said anything about this at all. Right, which is, I mean, it's weird, but you, uh, you never know. You really don't. We, it would just not, it's not, it's, we don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. Um, but, we also had a comment on Twitter. Oh. Um, if you guys ever, if you don't get a chance to tweet to us, uh, uh, to leave a comment or post a comment on our markingout.com, um, you're, feel free to tweet us a comment, but just, uh, give us a heads up that you're doing so, so this way it doesn't get like if you tweet us a uh, question during Monday Night Raw, it there is a possibility it could get lost in the tweets coming in. Um, and feel free to email us a comment to markingout1 at gmail.com. Uh, this tweet came in from Steve at Steve underscore of underscore smeg. When did your last big mark out occur? Um, my big markout. Could I say it, or are we going to use? Are we going to use my markout as the markout moment of the week, or we can use yours as the markout moment? That of the week. was your big markout. Your last big markout, though. I marked out pretty big for that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> um, last big markout. I know for me. 
maybe Ziggler winning the championship. Really? 2012? I don't know. Maybe I'm not a good fan. Um, See, there's a, that's the thing, though. Like, the big a big mark out for me happened in March, which I really don't think I ever spoke about. I'm not positive or not. But um, did I just say it happened in March? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how I was with – how I was one of the – I was in the car when uh, we, we picked up Hacksaw Jim Duggan to go to – a wrestling show and mm. i basically spent the day with him and that was awesome yeah I was, like, I was like completely trying to hard hide marking out like <laughs> myself marking out not the podcast I, I really like that's the thing when put on the spot and everything i kind of have trouble remembering and recalling uh times that i have marked out to a large capacity but that's the thing like it's not like i don't want to sound marky when i say stuff like that it's like a personal you can't sound I mean, you're a fan. That's how But you're it's not it's to. not like but it's not like that. It's like a part like on a personal level. Yeah. Like but it's, it's not personal it's not a, you're not in, you're not insulting yourself. No, no, I just don't want to sound like I I don't know, I can't explain it. I like I can never explain marking out. Like I mark out with stuff like concert and stuff wise. Like if you if you really wanted to know what my big last my last big mark out moment it might like even non non wrestling wise was uh seeing Billy Joel on my birthday at Madison Square Garden. Sitting I, so close, being so close to it, and it's just like things like that. I kind of think that my biggest mark out that has happened recently and I'm talking like biggest, like maybe I've marked out since then, but nothing compared to this was when from class gave me your phone number stop <laughs> you actually spilled the beans about that yeah right uh it was probably the rock returning to monday night raw like the first time you go so far back that's so funny you yeah like oh my most recent you go click what was it 2010 <laughs> was it really 2010 i think so because it was honestly WrestleMania i mean 27 but that's the thing nothing really compares to that big of a mark out. Yeah, I mean, and that was and that, that, and that was something like I had no clue it was going to happen. Even when exactly, light, even when the electricity started flowing, I was like, I got no clue. And then it goes, if you smell, I was like, yeah, I had no clue. So WWE, that was probably for the for WWE wise, like huge mark out. I would agree with you one hundred percent with that. I mean, I I think that that's the thing. Like, I don't want to just pick a a random mark out. Uh, when there's stuff that's a little bit that I know I for sure I marked out a lot harder for because something else. Put it, put it into perspective like this. Daniel Bryan becoming champion. Yeah, we uh, marked out for that. But uh, yeah, we I, did. Yes, we did. Uh, but but we knew it was coming. Exactly. So but it's not, like it's like we saw things that we marked out for we kind of saw coming. Rock returning. Nope. I had no yeah. clue. I mean, I feel like a true mark out happens where – you don't expect something to happen. It's like, uh, oh, that just happened. I'm still like shaking. My adrenaline's still flowing. I want to go eat an ice cream cone right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm picking The Rock uh, returning to Monday Night Raw. Because nothing can compare that. No, nothing can compare that for me. I'm going to stick with Hacksaw. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for leaving your comments and questions. If you would like to be a part of the show next week. If you would uh, like to become the show next week. 
Yes, if you'd like to become on the show <laughs> next week. It's going to stick. <laughs> you can tweet us your question if you don't get a chance to post uh, at MarkingOut. You can email us at MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. We prefer you to post it at MarkingOut.com. Um, and you can also leave it as a comment on Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Um, the more, if you want to ask a question about what we're doing outside of the wrestling world. If you want to ask us a question... Uh, I could answer that for everybody right now. Sitting. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you, want to, if, if you want to talk about... If you have a, um, some sort of an idea that you want to propose to us, like uh, a storyline-wise, if, if you want to play Fantasy Booker, tweet us. Let us know it. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely read it on the show and respond to you. Dude. We're not going to not respond to you guys. Um, a, a go little, ahead. A little bug literally just committed suicide and flew into my shirt. Wow. <laughs> like it literally, I literally watched a, a bug fly into my shirt and die. Do we have a moment of silence? No, it shouldn't have been in my fucking room. Fucking it shouldn't have been in your shirt. It wasn't on my, sh it wasn't in my shirt. It flew in by my window. I don't get why my window's like, my window's got a bigger crack than a plumber. Jeez. <laughs> Wait, so did it fly into you or in your shirt? It flew Down in. No, no, it flew into my shirt, like into me. Like it flew like a brick wall hitting like a brick wall. Flew into my shirt. Like not into it, like in by my chest. Jeez. Like, That's, that is uh, a kamikaze for you. They're yeah. trying, they're try, the bugs are trying to take you out. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, right. Um, let's get into the world of independent wrestling. How's that sound for you? It sound better. Let's let's, well, let's get let's, into the world of professional wrestling and independent wrestling. Yeah, that did sound better to you, didn't it? Okay, why you gotta do that? You gotta <laughs> do that <laughs> almost talk. every show. Why is that happening? Listen, I wasn't the one just sitting there going. <laughs> no, I was doing. That's my oh. clap, like the the rabble, 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 rabble. Oh, is rabble, that rabble. the clap? Oh, okay, okay. Okay, see, you just did it again, so. Okay, no, 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 my apologies. Your your mind's in the gutter, my mind's in the clouds. Of course, that's where it ought to be. <laughs> um, it shouldn't really be in the clouds at all. I mean. uh, Beyond Wrestling had an event uh, this past week, Uncomfortable. Um, you saw... <clears throat> you saw Kurt Hawkins, Brian Myers, taking on A.R. Fox. Uh, this is Myers' second match on the independent. Third? Third? Yeah. What was the second? Well, didn't he do – he did two nights of JCW. Oh, did he? Did he wrestle both nights? I thought so. I thought he just wrestled one. Uh, on the first um, – at JCW, he teamed up with a, uh, Val Venus. And then the second so, night of that, I think it was a singles match. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah, so this is his third match. He took on A.R. Fox, who's been pre who's pretty well-known on the independent market. I'm surprised you started with this match. What do you mean? Oh, oh. yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I went right into it. Um, but, yeah, this is said to be a very good match. Uh, we saw a, a clip of this match that was unbelievable. Um, A.R. Fox picked up the victory, but damn, uh, Myers is really trying to make a name for himself on an independent scene, and I think he's getting it done. He could definitely come out of 2014 being Mr. Indy, Mr. Independent. 
I could I could definitely agree with you. Um, there's no reason why he can't, especially with his love for professional wrestling. Nothing. I don't think anything's going to hold him back. Yeah, and he's going full throttle, full force, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. You're not going to see a bad match on the independent scene with him in it. I'm telling no. you that right now. No. So uh, if he's advertised for your local wrestling show, 100%, that shouldn't even be a question in your mind. Should I get tickets? Should I not get tickets? You should, 100%. Yeah, Not he's, gonna lie he's to going to leave it all in the ring and put on a show for you. Um, what does that mean, leave it all in the ring? <laughs> I mean, he's going he's gonna to put on – he's going to try his hardest to put on an amazing match. Okay, yeah. Um, you also had Anthony Bowens uh, picking up a victory in, yeah. uh, in the opening match. Defeated, uh, defeated Dorian Gray, VSK, and Pat Buck. Uh, you also had – the uh, pretty big match you had Ryan Rush, Francis Kip, C, uh, Steve Kiplin Stevens, Br- uh, Brandon Watts, and Randy Summers. Milk chocolate, on, yeah, milk chocolate. Taking on Stockade, Flawless Blake Morris, Rex Lawless, and Jesse Vane. Uh, and in the uh, I guess the faces picked up the victory in this one. Milk chocolate, uh, Francis Kiplin Stevens, and Ryan Rush. Yeah, the XWA heavyweight title was also on the line. Champion David Starr retained the title against Brian Fury. Uh, we also saw Team Tremendous, which is Bill Carr and Dan Barry, team up, uh, defeating Colt Cabana and Dick Justice. Um, you also had Biff Busick. Uh, defeating uh, Matt Tremont in a fans bring the weapons match to retain the CZW championship. So it's kind of cool to see other championships being defended here. Yeah. Um, and, and if you've never seen Beyond Wrestling, it's like, is it all they, the fans stand right around the ring, right? They could. Yeah. No, every It's kind of like PWG. It's very intimate. But uh, PWG, they give you seats, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They give you seats. I think see, Beyond I'd Wrestling be... does too. I think that they, if you go to their website, I can let you know right now. Uh, general admission, no. All they do is sell general admission, but then they have VIP, so that maybe that's balcony. I don't know. I would be so screwed. I wouldn't be able to stand like that. Yeah. Uh, you also had Chris Hero in action. He actually lost to JT Dunn by knockout in a last man standing match. Uh, this was said to be a 35-minute galore match. Uh, full of elbows and boots and everything. What is a galore match? I don't know. I kind of it says elbows and boots galore. So <laughs> I kind of I feel like the la- the only other time I've ever heard galore like be follow- followed up is like something something galore. I never uh, heard of I never heard of galore being used first. Yeah. So beyond wrestling, also- unless I'm sorry to cut you off, I was gonna say unless you're Bruce Springsteen singing "Glory Days." Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But beyond wrestling, go check them out. They got American Rana 2014 taking place July 27th in Providence, Rhode Island at Feet Music. You can go check out Look Ma. Uh, look. Oh, oops. No, it's Look Wait, Ma. No, no, no it hands. is right. Look, look Ma, no hands. Yeah. Look Ma, no fans. Oh, right, no fans, um, right. Yeah, lookmanofans.com. I, I said hands because if you actually, if you read it quickly, it's look mono, which I think mono in... in yeah, okay, means. good cover. No, seriously, um, <laughs> in, in, in Spanish, isn't mono is hand, right? Yeah. Yeah, so look mono hands. 
No, you're not covering this up. No, I swear um, to God, that's not something that just happened tonight that I'm trying to cover up. It is. The very first time I saw their website, that's what I was like, look, mono hands? What does that mean? I know, sometimes I have to slow down when I say it. But beyond wrestling, America Ronnie, you're going to see some awesome matches already announced. You have best friends Trent and Chuck Taylor taking on Team Tremendous, Dan Barry and Bill Carr. You got the Young Bucks taking on Juicy Product and a ton more. They also have their oh. se- <laughs> They also have their secret show on July 26th as well in Providence, Rhode Island at the RWA Chop Shop. Um, so go check it out for sure. It was marking it was marking out presents no super kicks allowed. <laughs> that was it. Marking out presents no super kicks allowed. Yeah. And we we were going to book someone to do a super kick and then have the referee uh Prevented from happening. Yeah, and Shawn Michaels turned us down, so. Yeah, but, but Marty Jannetty said yes, so we're on to something. Why are you going to lie to our fans? Eh, because it's better than. Shawn Michaels Jannetty. has never turned me down, by the way. Oh, yeah? Why, see, why to, you got to go ahead and say it like that? In, regard, in regards to what? I've, I've gotten autographs from him before. Me too. He's been me very too. nice. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion took place as you paid well. for your autograph. Yeah, I did. So he couldn't turn you down. Then, damn right. I mean, I paid for one of mine of his too, but I met him outside of... Yeah, whatever. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, you're still talking. Yeah, just continue uh, on with New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion. <laughs> I appreciate that. New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion took place... You had uh, it was said to be a good good card and everything, but there's also some flaws. Um, in your opinion, in my opinion, everybody else could think that this is an amazing event. In your opinion, ever. Dominion was flawed. Yes, um, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship was on the line as the Young Bucks lost to the Time Splitters, uh, Alex Shelley and Kushida. Um, Young Bucks have been champions for the, a long time, so but I guess no surprise there, considering that Young Bucks are constantly doing tours in the U.S. and in America as well. So I guess maybe going back and forth, it could become a hassle. Uh, hassle. Um, you also had what's said to be an amazing match: uh, Hiroki Goto and Katsuyori Shibata defeating Hanma and Yuri Nagata. Um, this was said to be a very uh, um, strong style match, which I am a big fan of strong style wrestling. That's pretty much where they throw very stiff kicks, uh, stiff hits, um, pretty much uh, sl- uh, slapping each other in the face as hard as you could. I love that shit. This match would have been right up my alley. Um, we also had IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion Kota, uh, Kota Ibushi defeating Ricochet. Um, you want to take some of these? I don't know. I don't know where you want to oh, go. You don't have, I mean, you don't have them up? No, I do. Yeah. I mean, I could say the Bullet Club defeated Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know. If the take Bullet Club as in the Bullet Club as in AJ Styles and Takahashi defeating Chaos, Okada and Ishii. There you go. You uh, got the Bullet Club for the IWGP Tag Team Champions. You say that yet? Nope. Uh, the Bullet Club, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson, champions, defeated uh, Tanahashi and Maccabi, Togi Makabe. I don't know how you would say that. Makabe, I think. Makabe yeah. sounds better, yeah. Yeah, Maccabi 
<laughs> it's funny. Jared has a uh, a book about Hanukkah. I just was reading it yesterday. It's one of those books that you have, like with the pro wrestlers. Uh-huh. How, uh How it's you, you send in your name and then your name. No gets, way. Yeah. And Jared's actually in it. Not. What are you talking about? <laughs> the book. I thought you were talking about the wrestling book where I'm in it. Where you put your name in it. Yeah. 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 So which brother is in this book? With the Maccabees. And Jared, I, yeah, Jared. It's yeah, a story, exactly. But it's a story about the dreidel, blah, blah, blah. And I was reading it. I was like, I was like, this is fucked up. I was talking to my mom. I was like, this is fucked up. How come Zach and I don't have books about Hanukkah with our names in it? She goes, I don't know. Why don't you go order one? Nice. And I open it up and I look and it's the dedications from my Nana. She goes, oh, so why don't you ask your Nana why? And I was like, I was like, okay. Well, that's, I was like, that's fucked up. We know who's, uh, who's favorite. Get uh, this. And- Wait, get this. You're reading the book, and then it starts saying, and your brothers, Brandon and Zachary. I was like, I'm in the book. I'm in a book about Hanukkah. Nice. I still like the book that I'm in a little bit more. Uh, you didn't they used even to read have the this. book that I'm in. They used to have a book where, um, well, you can see under way with the name, but for uh, WWF. And it's about me, Hulk Hogan, uh, Big Boss Man, Ultimate Warrior. I forgot what it was about. But I think we were going against The Undertaker. Um, I'll keep you updated on that one. Uh, in the main event, we saw the IWGP Intercontinental Champion, Shinsuke, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, take on Bad Luck Fala um, of the Bullet is? Club. Like, is that actually how you pronounce that? Shinsuke? No, Bad Luck Fala? Yeah, I, I, I even tried to listen back to... Uh, Bullet Club interviews. IWGP uh, Intercontinental Championship. Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, it's Shinsuke. Yeah. Shinsuke. There, where are you seeing Shinsuke? That's how you pronounce it. Like you don't, Shinsuke. No, like you don't pronounce the U. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Does that sound good or am I starting to sound the, like Barney Rubble? The way that they do it, they pronounce it reverse. Like they go Nakamura, Nakamura Shinsuke. Does that sound like Bowinkle and... Barney Rubble? Or does it sound like a Japanese announcer? Sounds like a Japanese announcer. Uh, Nakamura Shinsuke. Um, yeah, uh, Bad Luck Follow Pick. Wait, up. so do they call him Follow Luck Bad? What? Do they call him Follow Luck Bad? No. Oh. They call him Bad Luck Follow. Um, <laughs> That's a good question. Just because, like, with Okada, like, Kazuchika uh, uh, Okada. I'm really, we're trying to pronounce these. Uh, they announced him as Okada, and then the first name. Yeah, so, okay. Um, but Bad Luck Follow picked up the victory and is the new IWGP Intercontinental, Intercontinental Champion. Um, in my personal opinion, I think that's bullshit, and I think that is dumb. Um, Where's the I'm IWGP not, Heavyweight Championship? It was wasn't that? on the line. That uh, AJ Styles the champion. Oh. Yeah, AJ Styles is the IWGP heavyweight champion right now. He defeated Okada and then defended at uh, Ring of Honor. I remember, I remember talking about this a few weeks ago. Yeah, just needed a quick refresher. Um, but yeah, I don't get it because uh, figure Shinsuke Okada and Tanahashi are your big draws of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Not to take anything away from like Ibushi, Ibushi is a big draw too. But three of your biggest draws aren't your current champion. 
Yeah, but clearly they're trying. I mean, obviously they're pushing the Bullet Club. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, look at the card. I mean, Bullet Club <laughs> won straight across the board pretty But not, not even that, though. I mean, the Bullet Clubs. Club holds, what, three out of the four, five championships that they have? Uh, one, four championships? Two. Yeah, three. Three out of, like, it's like five or six. They have so many. Because oh. figure every they for every tag team and every heavyweight they have a junior of that, uh, yeah. and then I guess you can incorporate the NWA championship uh, in there. Um, but yeah, I just don't I don't see the draw with uh, with bad luck follow, especially I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. So oh, and um, Killer Elite Squad also lost to uh, Ten uh, Ten Koji. Um, who they retained the NWA World Tag Team cha- uh, Championship. The only reason I bring this up is Killer Elite Squad, Davey Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer. I think that this would be a perfect fit for Kurt Hawkins, Brian Myers. Um, the Prince I guess, of Queens. Yeah, the Prince of Queens. I think that him aligning himself with the Killer Elite Squad would be amazing. Figure he already t- teamed up with Lance Archer, and I can see him easily being um, having good chemistry with Davy Boy Smith in the ring, uh, Junior in the ring. I think that this uh, the entire gimmick of being heels as well. I think it would get and badasses. I think that it would get over huge. But, I think that Hawkins can get over in a Japanese crowd with this. But does Prince of Queens follow him or no? Um, Is that a name that'll? It could, but like, can that does that can that translate in Japan? I mean, uh, I think why not? I mean, it's not like he's still a draw. I mean, the Japanese crowd still knows him as Kurt Hawkins. But then it's, it's I don't know. It's like I don't know. Like Prince Devitt leaves, and then Prince of Queen comes. Queens, I don't know. Not Queen. But even still, I think that Killer Elite Squad would be amazing for him. I agree with that one hundred percent. Um, and I think that I would love to see Myers in the the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I was just going to say, even if he's not in the Bullet Club, he could still definitely run with them. Yeah, I think that it would be great for him. It would be great experience, great exposure. Um, and I think it would be – we would pr- pretty much see the best of uh, the best of him that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, especially with training with after he trains with some of these Japanese wrestlers that you don't get to train with in America, um, some of their talent, like from their strong style of wrestling to even like Ubushi and their uh, their skill set, you don't really have all of that in America. So I think it would be an amazing trip and an amazing experience for uh, for Hawkins to do. Yeah. So. But again, that's not up to us. So. Yeah, no. <laughs> if anybody from New Japan Pro Wrestling is listening to this. Yeah, pick him up. Sign him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he has Cap Wrestling, but he has people covering Cap Wrestling as well. Uh, create a pro. That's, that's, a, that's a difficult thing, too, also. If he, yeah. Like, if he actually does. Well, he doesn't. Have, that, that's, it's, again, it's not every it's, week, so. Yeah, it's it's covered over there. Yeah, so. Um, but if you're looking into wrestling, uh, Hicks. Oh, where is it? Hicksville, New York. Yeah, Long uh, Cre- Island. Yeah, Long Island Creative Pro Wrestling. Um, yeah, or Creative Pro on Twitter. You could follow them. Yeah. Um, in August, they're going to be having Evolve 31, 32, and 33 taking, uh, taking place. Um, I believe they are all – yeah, they are all in Florida. Um, 
from Arbor City to Jacksonville, up to Jacksonville. Um, you're going to see a lot of matches, but the main thing that we're going to be talking about right now is that they've announced that on August 8th, Evolve 31 in Arbor City, Florida, that you're going to be seeing Johnny Gargano taking on the returning Matt Seidel. Uh, Evan Bourne for those. Born. Yeah, sorry. I didn't know you yeah, were and then you're, you're also going to be seeing Trent Beretta take, uh, with Sue Young taking on Drew Galloway, a.k.a. Drew McIntyre. I love the fact that Drew Galloway, that McIntyre's already going on under his, uh, his, well, I guess. The real name. Yeah, his old independent name as well. Um, I mean, he's, I don't know if he's ever used it in America before. I don't know if he's ever, uh, if he was ever in the independence in America. Um, but yeah, Beretta versus Galloway. I think that's going to be an amazing match to see. Um, you'll also be seeing the Evolve champion, Chris Hero, open the Freedom Gate champion, Ricochet, in a ton more. Um, at another event, you're going to be seeing in a non-title match, Ricochet taking on Matt Seidel, which that should definitely be a match you don't want to miss. So go check it out. I think you can watch all of them. Yeah, you can watch all of them live on iPay-Per-View at WWNLive.com. Go check it out. Go support uh, independent wrestling for sure. You got anything else to add to this? Ring of Honor? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ring of Honor. And uh, I wanted to talk about Bola as well. Yeah. But uh, Ring of Honor had their first pay-per-view ever. Uh, Ring of Honor Best in the World 2014 live from Nashville, Tennessee in the good old United States of America at the Tennessee Fairgrounds. Hell, um, yeah. The Ring of Honor World Television Championship uh, number one contender six-man mayhem match took place. Uh, ACH ended up picking up that victory, defeating BJ Whitmer, Caprice Coleman, Tadarius Thomas, yep. uh, Takaki Wantabe, and... No, now he's not going by that. They're changing him. So what? It's just Wantabe. Okay. And like they're, they're giving him the, Yeah, they're giving him the Cesaro treatment. And Tommaso Ciampa. Um, let me just say that this match was awesome. Watabi actually did something I've never seen before. It's so simple, but I've never seen it done before. He did a straight jacket backcracker. I've seen that. I don't know if I've ever seen it, but it looks so cool. In fact, I've seen that in Mexico, I think. Interesting. I feel like Del Rio did that. You know, maybe. Um, there was ACH was amazing in this match. I mean, they all were. Uh, to Darius Thomas, he does, um, what is it? Uh, what's the dance fighting cut, uh, with the C? Um, come on, you know it. I don't know. Dance fighting? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Capiora. Oh, yeah. He does, I, he, he does, he does that in the ring. The stuff where, Jomo does. Yeah, what Jomo does. And his kicks look just... If he actually connects with one of his kicks, you got to be quick to be in the ring with him because his kicks come right at you. If he nails one of these kicks, you're going to be knocked out. Yeah, you're going to um, be in the brooks. For sure. Uh, ACH looked nasty <laughs> in this match. He hit a running axe kick that I marked out for. Um, and then he ended up picking up the victory with a 450 splash. Awesome opener. Awesome opener. Yeah, we also had the World Television Championship on the line. Uh, Jay Lethal, of course, he is the champion. Uh, he defeated Matt Taven 
to retain it. Yeah, unfortunate because Matt Taven was trying to get his revenge. Uh, trying to he try, he went his separate ways from Truth Martini and Jay Lethal being the heel that he is now. You don't want to see him win. Uh, so hopefully Matt Taven will get his shot, get a rematch at some. Well, yeah, get a rematch at some point. There uh, was a no disqualification tag team match that took place. The Briscoe brothers defeated Matt Hardy and Michael Bennett. The lovely Maria was in their corner. Yeah, this match didn't even start out as a no DQ. Uh, first, it started out as a normal match, and then uh, Bennett hit one of the Briscoe brothers with the championship belt. They got DQ'd. And then, of course, the Briscoes got on the, uh, got on the mic, crowds chanting uh, bullshit. Nigel McGuinness comes out, restart the match, no DQ. You saw everything this match. Uh, the finale happened when Matt Hardy and I think uh, and Jay were on top of the ladder, and Matt Hardy got sprayed with a fire extinguisher, and then he took a suplex off the top of the ladder through a table. And then following up with that, still got hit with the J-Driver. So, awesome match. Um, we saw Kevin Steen defeat Silas Young. Uh, I could, and this is, I believe, Kevin Steen's last Ring of Honor match um, from before, uh, rumors have it, before he joins the WWE. Um, and then he went on to do, he was going to do a post-match little uh, farewell speech and got attacked by Silas Young. So, yeah. You also had the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, Red Dragon, successfully defend their championship against Bad Influence. And then we also had Adam Young, uh, Adam Young, Adam Cole defend his championship, the Ring of Honor World title against Michael Elgin and lost. Michael Elgin is your new Ring of Honor World Heavy, uh, World Champion. He was showered, absolutely showered in. Yeah, streamers. Yeah, the crans. Uh, the crans. <laughs> the crans. The crans. I thought I literally. I was like, I thought there was like a nickname of like you and Brian no. Cranston are such good friends. You could just be like the crans was in, in the house. No, there was nothing. They were <laughs> meant to be the fans. Uh, the crayons. Yeah. Like who are you, Dixie Carter? The crans. Um, <laughs> Damn it, Jeff! Give me those crans back <laughs> in those box. The finale was kind of. A little bit bizarre, though. Not bizarre, but a little bit... Obscure. I don't know. Uh, like, Adam Cole went for the Canadian Destroyer uh, two times, nailing them, I think, twice. Both times, Michael Elgin kicking out. And then Michael Elgin hitting uh, a triple power bomb on Cole for the victory. It just seemed kind of abrupt. Um, it was just kind of an ab abrupt uh, win for me. But yeah, yeah but the, was, fan, the fans welcomed it with open open arms, though. Yeah, it's weird so. that we, we said every other match, but the submission match between Cedric Alexander defeating Roderick Strong. We might as well because that was a decent match too. Yeah, I just said it. So yeah, uh, Strong. This was pretty much more of a respect match. Cedric Alexander trying to get the respect of Roderick Strong um, after defeating him, put his hand out to shake Roderick Strong's hand, uh, and Strong. Refused. He walked right away. So Strong still maintaining that heel status that he has. Um, Pro Wrestling Gorilla Battle of Los Angeles 2014. 
taking place in Reseda, uh, California, August 29th, 30th, and 31st. Um, they began announcing all of their uh, competitors in this tournament. They actually upped it this year to 24 uh, contestants. This is the first time in, um, let me just get to the page, first time in seven years that they're actually going back to 24 competitors in this tournament. What was it um, before? I think it was 16. Wow. 16, and then they, there was a... They're definitely planning some huge shit for this. Yeah, and then a few years before that, they were only at eight. So wow. for bumping it up to 24, you're going, I mean, last year it was won by Kyle O'Reilly, uh, so he's the returning, I guess, uh, tournament champion. So far, the names announced. Matt Seidel, Drew Gulak making his PWG debut, Trevor Lee, Chris Sabin, Johnny Gargano, Brian, Ma Brian Myers, Kurt Hawkins making his PWG debut, Michael Elgin, the current Ring of Honor heavyweight champion, Biff Busick making his PWG debut, the uh, current CZW heavyweight champion, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, the current PWG champion and Ring of Honor uh, tag team champion, Brian Cage, ACH, Zack Sabre Jr. making his PWG debut, Rich Swan, Trent Beretta, Cedric Alexander, and the IWGP heavyweight champion, AJ Styles. Um, so far, they only announced 16 competitors. But if you're an independent wrestling fan, or if you're a wrestling fan and know of any of these people, this is looking stacked. Um, this is all a tournament, and then they usually have some exhibition matches outside of this. So once a wrestler is eliminated, that doesn't mean that uh, the rest of the three nights you're not going to see them compete. You're still going to see them compete. Um, I, I have a feeling we're going to end up seeing Brian Myers take on Trent at some point. I so, so hope so. I think we're going to see that. I, I mean, figure, I think we're going to see Tony Nese announced for this too. That's awesome. I think we're going to see – I mean, do you have any names that you would throw in here? I don't even know. Like, I don't know. Um, you know who would be good? Uh, Facade. Yeah, I, actually, yeah. I would like to see Facade, maybe Alex Reynolds. That's the thing, I, though. I just I don't know, like, where PWG would go like, to well, get people. Honest, I feel like they'll go anywhere. I mean, look at this. We have we have in the people I listed. You have pretty much world champions from uh, each respectful promotion, um, and then Zach uh, Zach Saber Jr. is coming from overseas from PCW and IPW. I would love uh, to see Kim Jong Un in this and and lose. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, check it out. This is probably gonna. I this is looking to be probably the best independent show of the year. Imagine he imagine he hears that and gets pissed off at us now. Yeah, right. They're they're gonna pull off. It looks like they're really putting in their all to this event. Um, but so if you're in the California area, get tickets to see this live. Uh, like I said, I really don't think that they do eye pay per view, which is really, I mean, it's weird. Nowadays, but it's also smart because more people are going to buy DVD sales. Yeah. Um, so, which I think a lot of their money is based off of DVD sales. But I mean, maybe we'll see Kevin Steen announced for this as maybe his farewell. 
Um, I don't know if he has had his farewell at PWG yet. Maybe he has. But if you want to, if you're if you're right now thinking of a independent wrestler name that you think would be an awesome fit for PWG for this uh, for Bola 2014, tweet us. Uh, leave it in the comment sec- uh, section. Leave it with like your little comment. Toss out some independent name that you think should be in it. Yes, and I guess it's officially time to say that was the independent wrestling section of our show. Thank you for listening um, to this week's episode. No, I said of the show, section of the show. Oh, I thought in, we were getting ready no, to close it out. No, okay. no, no, don't do that, no. As in, uh, we have, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. We have a musical interlude this week. I apologize. It should have been used when it should have last week. Yeah, no. Yeah, and last week. Yeah, yeah. It should have been used last, last week. week. Unfortunately, it got moved to a different folder. And honestly, I think that if it didn't get moved, we wouldn't have remembered because we did. It was so late when we were recording. So I, uh, I was on the Gmail though. I don't know. I would have remembered if it wasn't moved. So. This one is coming to you from Violent Rick, uh, Rick David, the day the wrestling died, and we will be right back here on Marking Marking Out. Out. Seven years and one month ago, I can still remember how those vignettes used to make me smile, and I knew that they turned you face. They could still exploit your race But maybe you'd be champion for a while But last Thursday it made me nervous With every update from the service Yoshi and Kurt Hawkins I couldn't take one more glimpse I can't remember if I cried Told myself they must have lied Something touched me deep inside The day the wrestling died Bye-bye, Mr. Brooklyn's flyest job to Brodus Now they've told us that he's also been fired them boys in the forum all gritting their teeth Saying this will be the day he's released This will be the day he's released Do you have a backup plan? And did you have faith in Vince McMahon? Assuming he's still fire guys And will you be going to TNA or work the Indies for higher pay? I hear that New Japan's quite nice. Well, I know Rusev must be pissed off. You're the only black wrestler he hadn't squashed. But man, don't have no fear. He'll be joining you this time next year. Oh, I remember when you used to teach us slang and Dressed like we were in a gang I bet you wish your phone never rang Today, the rest 
boys in the forum all getting their teeth Saying this'll be the day he's released This'll be the day he's released I read a tweet that made a joke Shortly after I awoke I just smiled and waved the words away so I logged on to wrestling forum So many threads I could not ignore About how you were released yesterday And all the podcasts were so somber Because you were employed no longer Not a word was spoken The street was finally broken Three men I admired most East Slater, Mahal and Macintosh Must all disband and leave their post They wrestling died They were singing Bye bye Mr. Brooklyn's flies Job to blow us now They've told us that he's also been fired them boys in the forum all gritting their teeth Saying this will be the day he's released This will be the day he is released They were singing Bye-bye, Mr. Brooklyn's flies Job to Brodus, now they've told us that he's also been fired them boys in the forum all gritting their teeth Saying this will be the day he's released That was The Day the Wrestling Died by Rick David. You can follow him on Twitter at Violent Rick. And I must say you are welcome any single time to send us a parody song or anything like that. I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, so thank you, and sorry we didn't play it last week. Never apologize to your fans. Thanks, Squidward. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. That's funny. SpongeBob. It probably doesn't even sound anything like Squidward, but... Whatever. That's funny. Let's move on, SpongeBob. Wow, there's a good amount of wrestling going on next week. Yes, but we won't talk about any of it until next week, so. Nah. Um, let's move on to some WWE, shall we? Do we have to? We don't have to, but I want to. All right, well, in that case, real quick, I'm going to mention WXWC4, Orgsburg Showdown in Orgsburg, Pennsylvania. You're going to see Homicide taking on X-Pac and a ton more. Uh, the heavyweight champion, Lance Anawahi, should be there. Um, yeah. Oh, shoots and burgers. That's in August. Never mind. Scratch that. Edit it out. We're good. Not getting edited out, by the way. No, we just did. It's not there. <laughs> What's not there? Exactly. Uh, some WWE NXT. Real quick, there were some debuts, some <laughs> returns. Did you some put? Some returns. What was but... that? I said, did you put? <laughs> no, I, no. It was the chair, I swear. Oh, it was your paper. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, it was my paper. See, when you say it like that, it's not so convincing. 
<laughs> but I swear it was the paper. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about it or what? Which, NXT? Yeah. Of course I want to talk about some NXT. Sure, you can have a cup of sugar. Um, all right, so let's talk about the debuts that took place. Uh, you had Bull Dempsey making his debut, taking on Xavier Making his Duplitz. official debut because we've yeah. seen him wrestle as Bull Dempsey on that program before. Yeah, but we saw him like – we never saw him with theme song Correct. or anything like or that. Or actual background to him. Yeah. Uh, they gave him a background and everything, to- no. pretty much hyping him up as a brawler, how we used to watch um, uh, Bruce Brody growing up as a kid. The problem is that he wasn't a brawler in the match at all. Uh, it was more – uh, headlock situations and stuff like that. If you're gonna bring him up and talk about him being a brawler, he's got to be. He's got to brawl. Um, the thing I also didn't like was the commentators put. They put him over huge, big time. But the one thing that they failed to mention was that he was wrestling uh, um, Xavier Woods, who is a current main roster wrestler, who has wrestled on pay per views and has had his uh, good amount of victories. They failed to bring that up and mention that at all. So I feel like that kind of uh, was a downside of it. That's, that's weird. Yeah. Um, you also had Becky Lynch yep. make her debut, taking on the beautiful Summer Rae, if you're out there. I'm listening. That doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> that doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, this was an awesome match. And damn, did Becky Lynch get over with the crowd. Because if anybody comes out Irish jigging, Irish step dancing, Irish stop dancing, they get over with the crowd. Well, I think I think she was over with the crowd before that, just because, because she's pretty her, beautiful. Yeah, but also she's, because of her sorry. because of her uh, independent wrestling uh, work, because she's people, been on the like market. People, people at NXT really like they're just in any crowd. You think? I think I am. I definitely think so because Becky Lynch, also known as Rebecca Knox. Has wrestled for a while with Shimmer, so and Shimmer's been right up there with Ring of Honor uh, when it comes to women's re- like women's wrestling, Ring of Honor with the men. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hand in hand. Uh, Becky Lynch though looked great in the match, uh, looks and professional wrestling wise. Um, I think that I said that she had to tone down the Irish jigging like. Uh, not, in, in that so in that much. match, I don't think so because Summer Rae was giving it right back with her dance moves. So now, what about when she like? You don't think it was a little bit too much? And and also to follow up with that, it's a great taunt. At first, I was like, eh, I don't like that entrance really. But uh, then she kept doing it in the ring. And I was like, you know what? I, I think I like it. I like the leg drops. Like she would do the leg drop Irish jig, leg drop Irish jig, or. <laughs> Whatever she did, I was a fan of that. I don't think it's – what's an Irish jig? It is Irish step dancing, it's, right? Yes, yes. She's doing step dancing. So what's an Irish jig? You dance an Irish jig. You know, have a pint of Miller's. Yeah, whatever, no, right? she's doing step dancing. Irish people don't drink Miller's, do they? Have uh, a pint no, of Guinness. Guinness. Yeah, yeah Guinness. Sorry um, to any Irish person I yeah, you're just You just offended They're so like, oh, God, Lottie. Nope, that's that's Scottish. Oh, <laughs> now, you, dude, you're offending whatever. so many people. Oh God, got me Bella. Did um, you hear what he said? Long yeah. said Mellers. Nobody drinks Mellers over here. Uh, Rebecca, uh, Becky Lynch though looked very good. She nailed the exploder suplex for the victory. Um, I'm excited to see what what's to come with her. I am excited to see 
this class of women wrestling in the WWE. Yeah, because it's um, like, I mean, you could kind of say it's a new breed. It completely is. Because and it's, it's, these are these are but the people that are in training right now, they're getting trained by Sarah Del Rey. But even before, before but, that, hold on, hold on. But before being trained by Sarah Del Rey, yeah. they were wrestling Sarah Del Rey, uh, yep. Del Rey at events. It's like it's a completely new thing. Like where before you you rewind a few years back, you have yeah, Gal Kim. She came from the independents, but it's like yeah, Lita. She came through like ECW and all that, and uh, but. Like Trish Stratus, she's ground up. Kelly Kelly, ground up. Candice Michelle, ground up from WWE. Like WWE is, that's what they were trained. These people, oh, this promotion, that promotion, this promotion, this promotion, that promotion. Yeah, these people are well trained and they know the craft. Yeah. They know how to work a crowd. They know what they're doing wrong and right. Um, I'm so excited to see these, this uh, the future of Devo Wrestling. And you can't even hide it. I wish you would put that thing away. I instantly sorry. regret saying that. Why do you say things like that? I don't know. I, don't I, I was going to make a joke that it's like, it's so obvious that you're so excited for this that I can yeah. even see it here. Right here in Long Island. On Long Island. <laughs> um, but but yeah, it's awesome stuff. I mean, Jim Ross said it best because a lot of people uh, tweet about like, Oh, bring up Becky Lynch, bring up Sasha Banks, bring up like bring up all Bailey, bring up all these like independent wrestlers that do know how to wrestle as opposed to women like Cameron and uh et cetera. Cameron and camera. And camera? I mean and Cameron. <laughs> yeah. I heard et cetera and the us sound got put onto Cameron and oh. went to camera. Yeah, but people are always saying bring up these wrestlers so this way we could actually get wrestling as opposed to divas modeling off and whatever. Uh, modeling off? I don't know. Whatever you want to say. Dance but Jim Ross, Jim Ross said it the best, saying how with wrestlers like Paige, Bailey, Sasha Banks, it's, it's amazing. It's great to have them not on television now because once they do come up, because what we're seeing now, it's going to really make us appreciate – what is to come? Right. Um, once you have, I mean, you're gonna have Bailey versus Natalia, Becky Lynch versus Paige. You're gonna have, you're gonna have all of these matches. You're gonna have Naomi versus Sasha Banks. I mean, all of these matches that are to come. You're you're also gonna have Cameron versus other like anybody. I don't know. I mean, unfortunately, she's wrestling. But even still, you're going like. It's going to really make you appreciate what's going to be going on, and it's going to be exciting. I just want to take um, a quick quick second out here and say that I, uh, if Cameron is listening to this, I do some, somewhat apologize. I don't, I don't want to, like, back you into a corner and bully you. Like, I'm not going to – like, that's – bullying is wrong. I'm not going to be that person who, like don't – back, Don't back Cameron into a corner. No, just not even like not backing her into a corner. Just like, but that's what you just said. No, I, because like we, I say it weekly almost that yeah, oh, and Cameron wrestled or yeah, fucking Cameron sucks, dick and whatever. I don't. Well, well, why are you saying that she sucks dick now? It's just an expression. It's not like she's not actually taking a dick into her mouth and sucking on it. It's just an expression. Like, oh, that shit sucks dick. I don't mean shit. Wait, why are you calling her oh, shit? Oh, God. Oh, goodness. Why are you bringing God into this? Why are you bringing goodness into this? That's a good question. Why are you? 
Uh, but yeah, they call, they call me the B to the Jesus for a reason, right? Oh God, um, I just defended everybody, right? Yeah, but talking about the Divas Wrestling, they're talking about the. Um, very soon, we're going to be seeing two new additions to the main roster of Divas. Why, is somebody um, pregnant? What? Is somebody pregnant? Go on, sorry. Nikki James. Oh, yeah, she James. Is. But she's not having um, twins, is she? I don't know. She's but you're going, to be seeing, you're going to be seeing uh, Charlotte very soon and oh, Sasha Banks. I don't want to see Charlotte. But now that becomes an issue because say, all right, Sasha Banks, you bring her up, you're good. Because she got her... The entire um, cocky attitude, uh, snob down to a science. But isn't right isn't that kind of like Rosa, like every other Rosa Mendes that, though? Isn't that like everyone? The She's, beautiful people. Isn't that like lay cool? Every, I mean, it's a recurring. It's, thing. it's I, I would say more lay cool than beautiful people, and more. I mean, I just see it more as like a Rosa Mendes thing. I don't. I don't even remember Rose Mendez's gimmick is like, so I don't really care much for her. Um, yeah, but th- now the problem is, you bring up Charlotte very soon. She's gonna have to lose it very soon too, because then you have the entire. If she's on the main roster, why is she champion deal? Right. Um, I mean, they just pretty much did the same thing with Paige. Yeah, Paige is the champion of, in the main roster, so she's gonna be doing a lot more. You could cover it up by saying she's doing a lot more appearances than anybody else but even still um i still say if you're gonna keep her down there a little bit longer have it be bailey um i think it would be great yeah uh you also had a few more you had enzo amori returning uh colin cassidy picked up a nice victory over sawyer fulton and then laford and louis came out looking to attack uh colin cassidy Enzo amori makes his return huge pop Awesome post-match promo. Very excited to see him back in the ring and uh, returning from his uh, leg injury. Dude, they got to bring them up very soon. Cassidy and Enzo. I mean, they've been down there for a long time, and you need this. You need a you need a very a baby face tag team besides the Usos on the roster right now. And, and besides Goldust and Stardust. Yeah, yeah. You have Goldust, Stardust, and then you have Woods and R Truth, which. Which in isn't my, really even a tag team anymore. Yeah, in my in my mind, Woods and R Truth are heels because I could give two shits about anything that goes no, on. No, but they're matches. not even they're not tagging, are they? Uh, re, I think they tagged on main event or superstars this week. So I guess it's here and there. Yeah, here and there. But even still, Enzo and Cassidy, I think that they're ready to be called up. And yeah, uh, main event RVD took on Adrian Neville. Why are you going to talk RVD- about main event right now before SmackDown? What are you talking about? <clears throat> main event happened after SmackDown and after Raw. Oh, really? The main event of NXT took place. Oh, I thought, dirty. You said, I thought you said main event and yeah. NXT also. But the main, main event. event of NXT, my bad. RVD uh, put over Neville. Neville picked Adrian Neville picked up the victory over RVD, hitting the Red Arrow. Uh, good match, decent match, and everything. Not really anything else to mention there. I mean, it's what you would expect. Um, let's talk about some SmackDown, though. Why yes, don't we? let's go on to the middles with those. Uh, Adam Rose defeated Titus O'Neil with a quick roll-up in a quick match. Two-time, two-time. Yeah, Titus got on the mic and made Adam Rose get back in the ring for another match. And Titus lost uh, again with another quick roll-up. So, I'm, I'm I'm fine with it. 
I mean, as of right now, Adam Rose's finisher is the quick roll-up, so whatever. No, it isn't. His finisher no, no, is the party foul. Not not anymore. Why not? He hit it on Raw. He, But he hit this twice, finishing the match off. So why is that? It's just I, another finisher of his. All right, if you say so. Uh, another match we had, Biggie Langston defeating Jack Swagger. It wasn't great. It wasn't good. It was wasn't okay. grand. It was okay. It was wonderful. Uh, the match was probably about a minute long. And, and it was uh, that's probably like 30 seconds too long. I still think Biggie Langston <laughs> needs more training. I hate saying that because, like, who am I? I'm a fan, though. I could see it. I see that it's not great, so... I yeah. just think he needs to go back down to OVW. Uh, he needs to go back to NXT and wrestle. I mean, I'm not a fan of his promo cutting skills. Huh? Um, huh? Work, like his in-ring work, it's, I'm, I am not a fan I'm, of power wrestler. That's I, my thing. I'm, I'm starting to think that his in-ring work is just to look sloppy. The only power wrestler, power wrestler that I've ever liked was British Bulldog. I have never been a fan of any other like power wrestler. So you like, that a, has that a, kind of a build. You're not a fan of Rusev. I don't consider them in the same class though, because he's short. Yeah. Well, wh- who? Rusev and Langston. Well, Rusev, I just see very agile and everything. And when I say powerhouse, I see as like a Rob Terry kind of a guy, where he uh, not agile. Rob Terry kind of guy, as in like. Your fucking pecs are in your fucking chin, and you yeah. can't even, you don't have a neck. Pretty so much, pretty pecs. much, you're going to be hitting a lot of power slams and body slams and power presses and stuff like that. Okay. So I, I don't, I don't really see Rusev in that category. Yeah. Um, talk. Uh, what else was the middle? Um, we the also fan- had Bo Dallas defeating Fandango. Yeah. Before the match, we saw Summer Rae talking to Fandango backstage, and then she kissed him. Layla saw it. She didn't come out with Fandango. Uh, Before the match could start, Summer came down to be in Fandango's corner, only to have Layla also come down and attack Summer Rae. Wait, 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 wait. Let's just make mention that the ring bell did ring, and the match is going. Wrong, wrong, wrong. How no? Summer Rae came down. She, okay, okay, sorry. Summer Rae came down to be in Fandango's corner. She did her thing. They, then the bell rang. Then Layla came down and attacked her. Okay, and what did I say that was wrong? I, well, I, it was confusing on the, on the way. Oh, so that apology was to me, accepted. No, it was confusing the way you said it. No, no, I accepted though. Because you, you, you were like, no, let's just say the the match was started, and that sounds like the match was started as soon as Summer Rae came out. No, 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 that that's not what it was intended. It's not what it was intended, but that's how I took it, and I was that's why I was like, wrong, 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 wrong. Well, I apologize for that for uh, the misconception. You're not going to get the apology from me, so. Well, you already said it before. <laughs> So, I'm, I never let that go. Okay, okay. Now, who is who's that? Jack. No, I was going to go, never let you go. Never let go? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, so during the match, I guess you want to talk about this. Do I? Layla and Summer Rae, they were going at it. Yeah, uh, they were. And Layla ended up 
elbowing Fandango and unintentionally. And then Summer Rae was in Fandango's face, kind of, and she ducked, and Layla kicked Fandango and knocked him down. And it's kind of, and then I guess Layla chased Summer Rae off. That was a nice kick, though. Yeah, it was. I mean, if I'm not, that's Layla's finisher. I don't know what the name of it is, but it's the sidekick. Yeah. The kick that she does. Uh, she nailed Fandango right across the face with it, well, head with it. And then, as you just said, they ran each other off. And then Bo Dallas pretty much. He, Bo just, Dallas, he took advantage of the situation and hit his finisher. Oh, it was perfect. He played it up. He went over to him, was checking to see if he was okay, put his arm around his shoulder, just checking on him, and then boom, nailed his finisher. And in my opinion, this whole match should have been a no contest with because the referee couldn't get control of Layla and Summer Rae and uh, Fandango. Well, I disagree. I think that it should have been a no. Uh, it should have been a DQ. But the and reason why Fandango it's not a DQ is because Layla's with Fandango. That's the thing. I I is she with Fandango? Yeah, I mean, she's with Fandango. She just caught him making out with Summer Rae, though. I still think she's with him. I well, actually, I don't know. Whatever. So but there may be a little still, bit of trouble in paradise. It's still something that I think should have been a no contest rather than a no DQ, but... Yeah. Well, I think we could both agree that it shouldn't have continued as an official match. Right. And Bo Dallas is now 8 and Bo, as they would like to say on the commentating team. Yeah, well. Uh, moving on to the goods of SmackDown. John Cena opened up SmackDown. Uh, he was... Talking about Money in the Bank pay-per-view, which brought out Alberto Del Rio. He brought out Sheamus, Paul Heyman, and Cesaro, Randy Orton, and Roman Reigns. They all started blo- uh, They all started brawling. <laughs> what? What did you? What did you hear? Nothing. Nothing. No. What did you hear? Because I no, no, nothing. Just continue. No, I'd like to know what you heard because no, I'm serious. I'm very serious. I want to know what you heard. Bird. I heard bird. Really? Yeah. They all started bird. Yeah, That's I heard Bird. Heard. They all started bawling. Is that, sort of, is that what you heard or no? No, Bird is a word. I they all bird. started brawling, which left uh, John Cena, Sheamus, and Reigns on top. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then you had Seth Rollins taking on Kofi Kingston. Uh, Seth Rollins picking up the victory with the curb stomp. Yeah, it was a quick match, uh, but... I was very much so entertained every second of it. It did what it had to do. Yeah, and uh, I, th- I would think that the two can go in a longer match, and I would love to watch it. I'm and not. I don't know what's going to be happening with Kofi Kingston. Like he he's been having the same gimmick. Do you think that Kofi would benefit from making a heel turn? I don't. Or, see, I don't no. see how he could. I really don't see. I don't know. Because how could you? Che- I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Do you know? No. And now I feel like, what's her name? Who? <laughs> no. Uh, I was going to say Cameron, but... Cameron? <laughs> yeah, because on Monday Night Raw. Oh. But um, after the match, Seth Rollins grabbed the mic and spoke about Money in the Bank, and he was cut off uh, by Dean Ambrose, who was on the Titan Tron. And uh, I really I can't wait to see Dean Ambrose explode as like a mainstay in WWE. The promo was great. It reminded me, like, it was, honestly, it was like the Attitude Era. And I hate saying that, but. Yeah, I gotta, gotta agree with you. Um, 
Rollins versus Ambrose, I am very excited for. And I think that all the listeners and all of the fans of the WWE Universe are definitely alongside that opinion. Yeah. Um, you also had Kane. Dolph Ziggler defeating Bad oh, News I, Barrett. I thought we did that. My bad. Uh, Ziggler, yeah. Dolph Ziggler won with a sunset flip pin, which is like kind of cheap, but not really. Like, not cheap. It was quick. I don't know. But uh, afterwards, Dolph Ziggler was up on the rope celebrating his win and then turned around and boom, smack right there with the bull hammer. It was a good match. Yeah. Good match. Uh, you also had Kane defeating uh, Dean Ambrose. I like the fact that Dean Ambrose is wrestling in his street gear still. Um, is, it, um, is it street gear once you start wrestling in it, though? I guess. I don't know. I'm calling it street gear. I mean, some people have some different other... Some people have other street gear than others do. If you go to Amsterdam, I'm sure there's different different street gear for people that sit in windows or maybe you never know, do you? Nope. I've never been to Amsterdam, so definitely not. Oh, you've never been? No. Me neither. Uh you also then you had a promo, right? Uh well, during that, that match, I, I, during that match Dean promos. Ambrose started to attack Seth Rollins, who was doing commentary for that. And when he turned around towards Kane, he got hit. And, uh, yeah, he got hit. And Kane took advantage of that for the win. And uh, Rollins hit him with the curb stomp afterwards. And uh, then then I guess we have the main event in, in the goods. With, yeah. With John Cena, Roman Reigns, and Sheamus teaming up to defeat Alberto Del Rio Bray Wyatt, Cesaro, and Randy Orton, which I think is kind of a weird spot for Bray Wyatt to be out there because I feel like he's someone that's like, I don't give a fuck about you, and I don't give a fuck about you. Well, I, I don't think it's weird. I mean, he's still in the match and everything. He's right. on the team that's the heels. But it's still, but the character Bray Wyatt is, I don't, why do I give a fuck about John Cena, but why mm. do I give a fuck about Randy Orton? I don't think he does. But that's think... what the mat like it shouldn't like he shouldn't have been like I don't want to team up with them. Why do I care about Del Rio? Why do I care about Cesaro? I don't think he does care. He's just there wrestling. I don't I don't, I don't know think if he that have been there. I think you're looking too much into it. Um, um let's talk about some money. Roman, that Roman Reigns did all the work during that match. Oh, basically really? ended, still talking about it. Yeah. Basically ended the match. He reversed moves of uh, Alberto Del Rio. He reversed uh, Bray Wyatt, hit a huge Superman punch on Bray, and uh, then Orton, and uh, he reversed Orton and threw him out of the ring, and it left him alone, uh, able to spear Del Rio for the win, so. So, could I see it now? I guess so. Let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. <sighs> Monday Night Night Room. Yes, that is correct. It is Monday Night really, Nitro not time. Not really correct at all. Uh, no, not really. Let's kick it off with the bads. I don't know why I said it like that. But Rusev and Lana were shown outside the U.S. Capitol building in Washington, D.C. And then they showed footage of that terrible gold star or whatever Rusev received. Stupid. I'm done with that. Uh, we also had Stardust with Goldust. Backstage, I thought it was stupid. I, I like that. I like the segment though. Stardust was singing "When You Wish Upon a Star." It was out of tune. It was terrible. 
It wasn't that bad. It was terrible. It was listen. It was like listening to you sing. No, that's offense. not too bad. Yeah, you never heard yourself sing them. Uh, people ask me to be on the stage for a reason. Let's hear you sing "When You Wish Upon a Star" right now. Just the first when opening line. When you wish upon a star. All right, moving definitely on. better than Stardust, though. I'll tell you that. Thank you, thank not you. Not better than Stardust. You <laughs> could take this. What was that? I said not better than Stardust. You can take this. Is what? You can take the next, what the match was. What was the next match? Big E Langston. Oh, Big E versus Sandow? Versus Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Um, Big E picked up the victory here, and there's like, there's so much that's wrong with this match. Explain. I just, I don't understand. Why? 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 Who thought it was a good idea to have Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. Like, I just don't, I don't get it. I, yeah, it was just weird. And then they made, the commentators made comments saying how this match was uh, longer than the Gettysburg address or something. I'm sure that the Gettysburg address (laughs) was pretty long. Why would you say Gettysburg address? I don't know. Nobody says that. I but don't know. You, you understand what I'm saying when I say that there's so much wrong with Biggie Langston defeating Abraham Lincoln. No, I don't. <laughs> Come on. Sorry, dude. I don't know. I Could you explain listen, yourself a little bit? I'm not I'm going to say that I'm going to I'm not being racist here. But Abraham Lincoln was the president that helped with slavery. Okay. So what ha- what does that have to do with Biggie versus Abraham Lincoln? Because I don't know, you would think uh, an African American fellow wouldn't hate Abraham Lincoln or want to defeat Abraham Lincoln. Did you just call him an African American <laughs> fella? Yeah. What else am I supposed to say? Really? What else am I supposed to say? I don't know. Call him Biggie. No, I'm saying an African American though, like Defeated specifically Abraham an Abraham. Lincoln. Yeah. Isn't he supposed to be fighting for America? Also that. And, like that now that's hitting me. And I don't like that. There was but so he's much wrong with it. He's supposed to be fighting for America and be American and everything going against uh, Rusev. Yet you're going to have him defeat one of the most well-known and one of the, uh, one of the greatest presidents of all time. Where does that help your storyline, and where does that really help uh, Biggie look any more American? Yeah. Like, I mean, but honestly, like, what other notable president could he have dressed like? You can't George, dress like George Bush. Bill Clinton? I don't know. Nobody wants to beat Bill Clinton. Nah, uh, who? Everyone wants to beat Bill Clinton. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Jo- What's his face? Dave, Dave wants to beat Bill Clinton. <laughs> Um, that's not yeah. where you were going with that, or no? No. I thought you were going to say Monica Lewinsky. Then you said somebody named John. <laughs> huh? You said somebody named John wants to beat Bill? No, I was going to say, what's his face? Um, oh, you said, what's his face, not John. No. Uh, yeah, continue. Yeah, so that was that. And then uh, after that, uh, Lana came out. Or after that. Oh, I was going to say, not everybody can be a steal. Didn't Ace Steel portray Bill Clinton? Oh, I don't know. I know he on he, Raw. I know he was Donald Trump. I oh maybe that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Ah shoots. 
Whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. But uh, but Biggie Langston was cutting the promo after the match, and every for whatever reason, like just ha after every like three words. Yeah, this is why you don't put a mic in front of him, and you should just let him go be with Caitlyn and AJ, and let him go. Well, AJ's not let goes, but uh, should be. But uh, Lana, she she came out, cut him off. Rusev attacked him from behind. I thought that attack was actually pretty awesome because I didn't see it coming and I love seeing uh, Lana do her little strut. Mm-hmm. So I was a fan of I was a fan of it. Moving on to the middles. The middles. Stephanie McMahon opened up Monday Night Raw by calling out Vicky Guerrero. Uh, she made Vicky Guerrero beg for her job and then basically set up Vicky versus Stephanie for later in the night. I would have been more entertained if she tried to make Vicky join the Kiss My Ass Club. However, I think we all would have been entertained by that one. Like, imagine, like, I was like, damn, she's wearing a, a long dress. She's not going to make her join that. Imagine, though. Imagine, man. Imagine all those people. Are you. What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You could, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I Bo, got, no, I got nothing. Bo Dallas defeated Titus O'Neil uh, again. Uh, yeah, uh, right? Is it again? Again? No, it's not again. Oh, I thought he f- fought him before. I don't uh, think so. He said after after the match that he's nine and Bo, uh, which you brought up earlier, eight and Bo. Yeah. Which in reality he's ten and O. And I refuse to say any more bow puns. Um, uh, that that first I, victory of him of his was against Wade Barrett in yeah. 2013. Uh, we also had Vince Vince uh, Vicky Guerrero taking on Stephanie McMahon. Holler if you hear me. Holler if you hear me. I only say uh, that because part, people are going to hear sirens. Best part. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I said holler if you hear me. Yeah. Hi. Hey. If you hear me. Um. Yeah. I thought that this match. Did- uh, you got you got cut out a little bit there, but I'm gonna cut you off anyway, and say that. Uh, well, first of all, I guess I mean Stephanie McMahon did defeat Vicky Guerrero in a in a mud pool match, mm-hmm. if that's what you're gonna call it. But Stephanie had Oxan. Uh, I mean Rosa Mendez. Layla and Alicia Fox as henchwomen. Uh, Vicky ended up throwing all three of them into the pool. And then Stephanie ended up pushing her in. And then she started singing, na na, hey hey, kiss him goodbye. Which led Vicky to push Stephanie in and, and Vicky leaving on top. But if I was Vicky Guerrero, I would want to sue for wrongful termination because the match never happened. In my opinion, there was no bell rung. So like, a, yeah, I mean, what did you think about the her using Eddie Guerrero's theme song? That did you I, not pop? I, I did. I big time. I, I think that the entire, uh, everyone watching popped for that. Once they heard Eddie Guerrero's theme song hit the, uh, the speakers, I, I thought that was awesome. And it was cool. Like we had the we had the first tweet from the trending world, uh, trending what, United States wide, I guess you'd say. 
I don't, I don't trust any of this shit. It is real. I it's damn trust. real, damn it. I don't know. I don't trust it. I, I do I do like how Vicky left on top with the, she did the Eddie Guerrero shimmy and then pointed up, said that's for you. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, she will definitely be missed. I mean, even though there was a period of time where I completely hated seeing her on television, I questioned it repetitively uh, about that she shouldn't be on television. She should be backstage doing something. She shouldn't be on TV. Um, but her, her very, that was in the beginning. Her very and, last excuse me got a huge pop. Yeah, but that was in the beginning. And then it took a little bit, but she started to turn everything around. I think that what did it big time was Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I would say that entire Ziggler stuff. I mean, and that even that's like that even helped Dolph Ziggler huge. Yeah, I mean, she was a big part with Edge as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, she played a lot, a big factor with a lot of storylines. She was she was probably one of the best heels that 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 WWE television had. That's like the most one hundred percent. You can't argue that at all. And we've said that in the past, like how I don't know if we've said it like where we were pissed off, but Vicky Guerrero at times was one of the top heels. Mm -hmm. I didn't agree with the fact that she was based off the fact that she's not a wrestler, but man, if you could do it, do it. Yeah, I agree with you. I hated the fact that she was, uh, like, I hated her for her being a heel. Like, when she was saying the excuse, when she, excuse me, when she was doing the annoying stuff backstage or cutting promos, I hated it so much. But then you look back on it and it's like, wow, she's actually being a really good heel because she's getting me to do exactly what she wants me to do. And that's dislike her. Yeah. So. Moving, Kudos, Vicky. Moving on to the goods of Monday Night Raw. Uh, we had Luke Harper defeat Jimmy Uso. Uh, I, I understand that WWE wants to kind of like move the Wyatt family away from Bray as like the whole Wyatt family. But giving them that accordion cover of he's got the whole world in his hands, like... I don't know if anyone thought that was good. I, nah, I, I, I wasn't a fan. I absolutely hated that. Nah. I, like, I, I can't, like, of Monday Night Raw from this past week, even though we had bads, I hated that. Mm -hmm. But nah. the, the match the match was good. After the match, Jey Uso got on the mic and challenged Rowan. And then that led to Jey Uso picking up the victory, defeating Eric Rowan. And after this match, uh, Harper and Rowan beat down the Usos and basically stood tall with the tag team championships in their hands. And Bray came on the Titantron and spoke about Harper and Rowan winning them. So, or well, that's my take at least of that. Hopefully, we got new champions. Uh, I I don't. That's the I, that's the thing. I don't see it happening now that this happened on Raw. Nah. I could you see that. I could see that happening at like SummerSlam. We also had Alicia Fox taking on Naomi. Um, someone won this match. Yeah, Naomi picked up the victory, <laughs> um, which we later find find out that she's now number one contender. Paige was on commentary, as was Cameron. Uh, Cameron, Cameron was on commentary. Uh, she was, or I should say, she was terrible on commentary. Mm -hmm. uh, but, I mean, can you expect more than that? 
Which again, I, I mean, I'm putting her down, but whatever. She made herself sound stupid. Then you also had RVD. Wait, I'm not done talking about this. Oh, you stopped speaking. Well, I was taking a break, a breather, like a little to collect my thoughts. Um, I mean, yeah, well, she made herself sound stupid. And then just to add, Jerry Lawler was creepy, as everyone saw. And it, like, I guess there's nothing wrong with a 43-year age gap between him and Paige, but it's it's creepy to see stuff like that every week. Like, there's no need to tweet that out. Uh, what did he tweet out? The picture, like, King, everybody fucking... Oh, sucks. that was stupid bullshit. If you're in your 70s, don't tweet that shit out, you 60s, fucking creep. 60s, but... Give me a break. Get off television, you asshole. Yeah, You're I a creeper was... and a dirtbag. Like, there really isn't anything wrong with a 43-year age gap, but to see stuff like that weekly from Jerry Lawler is very unsettling and creepy. He's a dirtbag. And uh, I just want to say that I could barely enjoy this match with Cameron saying actually about 9,000 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So up next after that, we had Triple H announce uh, Kofi Kingston, Jack Swagger, Bad News, Barrett, Dolph Ziggler, Dean Ambrose, and Rob Van Dam will be joining Seth Rollins in the Money in the Bank match. Uh, I was surprised that Triple H didn't put himself or Randy Orton in this match, uh, given the fact that Randy Orton is in the other match. I still expected him to be in the Money in the Bank match. Um, Rollins came out, and RVD came out as well, and ran down Seth and Triple H. RVD then challenged Seth, and uh, the match was right there. Yeah, and it was an. I thought it was an awesome match, uh, a very good match from both wrestlers. And at the end, it did seem like RVD forgot that he was supposed to take the curb stomp, but he got there just in time, and he sold that uh, curb stomp awesome, just awesome. Yeah, Seth Rollins ended up picking the victory up by disqualification because Dean Ambrose came out and attacked Seth. But uh, like you said, the match was great, and yeah. uh, I think probably the best since RVD, retur- RVD returned again. Yeah, I I'd agree with that. Um, talking about the best, uh, bad news: Barrett defeated Ziggler in what was probably the best match of the night to retain the championship. Yeah, championship and was on the line. I went into the match thinking there's no way Dolph Ziggler's winning this, and that very much so quickly changed. I really I didn't know who was coming out of that match as champion. I think it's good to say that Ziggler and Barrett should be having an IC feud at some point yeah. very soon. It was an awesome match, and if you didn't watch it, you need to. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, like, I just said like too many times. but Yeah, why do you do that? I don't know. It was just one of those matches that were so exciting, and you, didn't, you really didn't know one, two. No, kicks out at the end. Holy shit. Yeah. Was, um, it was awesome. Definitely watch well, it. Yeah. You also had Jack Swagger defeating Kofi Kingston. I, I honestly, I thought Kofi Kingston would, would, was going to win this match. but Why? I have no idea. I don't know why. I, I, didn't, I didn't. There I mean, was no reason. Swagger's in the other match, though. It's, so Kofi's it's, not in that match. Yeah, Kofi's in the match. Oh, is he? Yeah, it was actually the very first name I said that Triple H announced, and then, then came Jack Swagger's name. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, that was a match. In the main event, you had, go ahead, name them. John Cena, Roman Reigns, and Sheamus again teaming up to defeat Alberto Del Rio, Bray Wyatt, Cesaro, and Randy Orton. Uh, rematch from SmackDown. 
It was uh, another good match, but I just I don't see why bother building a pay-per-view match in this way. I thought it was a great match, and why wouldn't you build it? How else would you build it? I don't know. I, I it's every man for themselves. I don't. I hate. I really don't like when a pawn, like oh heels versus faces. We're doing that again. Well, it's kind of awkward, especially when you keep on hearing that Vince McMahon doesn't believe in heels or faces, but then you get yeah, matches like it's this. It's clear cut that that's happening. I mean, it would have been good if it was just a promo and then they just an all out brawl. But that's and what someone gets. A, someone gets a ladder. Someone gets a table. I feel like that's what's expected. I feel like that's would that would have been a good way to go about it. But it wasn't a bad match. It wasn't a bad match at all. No, I like the fact that Roman Reigns uh, stood tall, getting I guess the last shot of the night, um, and pretty much doing a stare down at Triple H and yeah. Randy Orton. Do we uh, we have any outside the ring news or no? Yeah, um, bad news. Barrett, I think maybe pulled from the Money in the Bank match, but I am unsure. Uh, they stated on WWE.com that he suffered a separated shoulder in his match against Swagger on uh, the SmackDown taping. So hopefully he's able to compete and it's nothing serious. Uh, Fernando, we already spoke about, but good thing we don't give a shit about Los Matadores. No, not good thing. Fuck you. I know. Brandon cares about them. No, I, I don't ooh, like ooh, you ooh. saying... Oh, great that he's injured. Like, fuck you for saying that. Big time. Yeah, I know. Fuck me that I'm saying that. So go just fire fuck them. Fuck me. <laughs> fire him. <laughs> fuck Fernando. Fuck Primo. Fuck Epico and all no. that shit. You mean Diego. I don't give a crap. I could, could you tell them apart? I can't tell them apart. I could tell them apart. You sound like Maggle now. I can't tell them apart. I think that they sh- they're, they're, they're just, they're, jo- they're just fillers. Cool. They're not going to make it anywhere. Cool. Cool, cool, What's cool. cool? Carlito, their their brother and cousin. And what does that mean? Nothing. I'd like to see him. Exactly. Nothing. It means nothing because that does nothing for you to be related to Carlito. Um, Solomon Crow is going to be uh, undergoing a gimmick change. Uh, he used to have that hacker gimmick, but it never actually officially debuted or debuted at all. It was only a one house show, I think. Um, so apparently now he's going more of a, with his uh, crow kind of a gimmick, kind of like Raven-ish. So it'll be kind of interesting. We know he's good at cutting promos, especially with that sick demeanor. So it'll definitely be interesting to see what they do. And I'm excited to see him debut very soon. I hope it is soon. I mean, it's, it's kind of, he's kind of been a guy that you always forget that WWE did sign him, uh, yeah. that he is currently under contract. Uh, moving on. You have more news or no? Uh, yeah, um, I got news. Corey Graves on NXT, apparently he suffered his second concussion recently, which explains why he's been off television. Um, I can see him being released straight up. This is his second concussion and I could see them not wanting to risk anything by putting him in any sort of a position. Which sucks Um, that if he does get released, then it's back. Like it's, yeah, I'm going to the Indies. I'm wrestling more. I'm wrestling yeah. even more than I am now. Which I think is that's even more of a risk. I think that's what's exactly is going to happen. And then the only other thing that I noticed that uh, with Charlotte and Sasha Banks being called up to the main roster some t- point soon, I think that Bailey and Alexa Bliss are going to be stepping up their game big time on the NXT roster. 
So I'm expecting big things, especially out of Alexa Bliss. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's all I got for outside the ring news. What so, else do you have your pen and paper down, ready to write down some? Uh, yep, some I already money. did my predictions too. Okay, so Money in the Bank predictions. Uh, it's this Sunday, emanating from the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, our first match, I guess we're gonna say, is Big E versus Rusev. Who do you got here? I got uh, Rusev. I, oh, I was gonna say I'll go first since last time you blamed me for stealing all your fucking things. No, no, you're gonna go first on the important matches. <laughs> I'm going Rusev here. Oh, let me just note here also: there's no pre-show, uh, pre-show match, I should say. The pre-show is Daniel Bryan's return. <laughs> Interesting. We also um, have uh, Summer Rae versus Layla. With Fandango, Fandango as the special guest referee, I'm going Summer Rae. Yep, I'm going Summer Rae as well. We have um, a match that looks straight off to be the pre-show match, which won't be, I guess. Rybaxel taking on Goldust and Stardust. Let me pick this one first, so this way you could pick a few first. I'm going to go Gold Star. Goldust. <laughs> what about you? Stardust and Gold. You going with that? Yeah, of course. All uh, right. Are we uh, are we tied right now? Uh, yeah, we have everything. Um, the but, uh, Divas yeah. Championship is on the line. Uh, Paige versus Naomi. I think it's safe to say that Paige is going to win this, and I have a feeling that Cameron's gonna somehow get interfered, or not get interfered, somehow interfere in this, causing. Naomi the match and then they'll have a match or something or some yep. stupid you're, breakup. You're seeing exactly what I have written down. I have written down page and then in parentheses DQ caused by Cameron. It's because Cameron's going to get everything. involved. I can see everything, David. All right, so see this match for me. Wyatt versus the Usos for the Tag Team Championship. Who wins? You have the Wyatt family written down. I'm going with the Usos still. All right. Well, I see the Wyatt family winning this at SummerSlam now that right. that stuff happened on Raw. And just to confirm, yes, Brandon's correct. I have the Wyatts written down. And now here are the next following matches, the Money in the Bank match. Who is going to be walking out with that briefcase? Yes, Bad News Barrett versus Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler, Jack Swagger, Kofi Kingston, Rob Van Dam, and Seth Rollins. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got mine written down already. I'm not changing anything. I'm... Do I see that happening? I'm going with Bad News Barrett. Even though he just separated his shoulder. Oh, shit. Keep that in mind, because we don't even know if he's going to be competing yet. So we don't know the condition of that. So they may not want... Uh, to put the briefcase with someone that may be out for a few months. And I can't say if he's in the match, then Bad News Barrett, and if he's not? Nah. Come on, let me say it. <laughs> nah. I, I'm going to say Seth Rollins then. All right. I'm putting it down for Rollins. I don't, I don't see that, but whatever. I see Dean Ambrose calls again. So are you, are you going with Rollins or No. Or would, yeah, you, would only, you just rather go with Bad News Barrett? I mean, they didn't announce that he's not in the match yet. Yeah, but there's no way for them to. I don't know. I'm gonna say that's the thing. No, I'm gonna say bad. No, I, I want to say it. I want to say Bad News Barrett if he's in the match. If he's not, I'm gonna say Seth Rollins. All right, fine. I'm going with Dolph Ziggler. I think he's gonna become the two-time uh, Money in the Bank uh, winner. Why? 
I'm going Ziggler. Why? I think it's a smart time for it. I think it will get over big, and I don't oh. see. I don't think that Rollins is uh, ready for it right now, especially with everything with Dean Ambrose. Triple I H. Don't, Triple H also said, "Oh, you guys always say I put down Dolph Ziggler." Yeah, I think Ziggler. Um, Shit. It, the, the other options in the match don't really make sense to me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, bad news, Barrett. The only reason why it would make sense is just like to put him way over the top, and eventually maybe he could be both champions. Who knows? That's the thing with being the current IC champ and with a potential shoulder injury. Um, I think Ziggler's the best bet. Uh, up next, the ladder match for the vacant WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Alberto Del Rio versus uh, Bray Wyatt versus Cesaro versus John Cena versus Randy Orton versus Sheamus versus Rayuman Reigns versus Kane. Rayuman Reigns? Yeah. All right. Um, Who are you going with? I really, I'm afraid to say John Cena, but... Now, this took me a while to actually write down. I'm afraid to say John Cena, but I'm going to... I don't want to, but I'm going to say John Cena. All right. I put down John Cena as well. I think he's going to be the 15-time champion. It would be amazing if it was like John Cena wins and then, boom, Ziggler's music hits and he comes out and wins. Uh, and not one wrestler <laughs> has ever cashed in on the same night. That's not true. Or it only had been once. Kane did that. Did he? Didn't Kane... Cash I don't know if it was the same night. Kane cashed in was watching, at Money I was in the watching, Bank. I was watching that YouTube video today, and they brought up, they said something like that. I don't know. What did not, they say? I don't, obviously, if I remembered, I would have been correct. <laughs> I'm going to try and get to it right now. Keep keep talking. Keep the fans entertained. All right. So just to, while Brandon checks on that, let me run that down to you. Uh, right now, we both have Paige pick Gold Star, uh, Gold Star Rusev, we both picked John Cena, uh, the different, and we both picked Summer Rae. The difference is Brandon picked the Usos, I picked the Wyatts, and Brandon picked either Bad News Barrett or Rollins, and I picked Ziggler. In for the record, for the record, if Bad News Barrett and Rollins are in the match, if wait, if Bad News Barrett and Rollins are in the match, you only get Bad News Barrett. Obviously, like, what okay. the fuck? I said if he's in the match, I'm picking him. Okay. Seth Rollins isn't the variable there. In 2010, at Money in the Bank from uh, Kansas City, Missouri, at the Sprint Center, Kane, in the opening match, defeated Big Show, Matt Hardy, Christian, Kofi Kingston, Cody Rose, Drew McIntyre, and Dolph Ziggler. And then uh, Rey Mysterio defeated Jack Swagger to retain the championship. And right after that, Kane came out. And cashed in, and I believe he hit the choke slam or something on oh. Ray right away and won. Uh, it was nobody has ever cashed in at WrestleMania before. That's what I was thinking. Nobody ever cashed in at Mania? Yeah, no one has ever cashed in at WrestleMania. Okay. Which, who knows? Maybe we'll see that in this coming year. Who knows? Cashed in at WrestleMania. I mean, yeah. So I'm okay with seeing John Cena as champion. I mean, he. I mean, he has won me over as a pro wrestler. I don't know. I just like, don't. It's clearly not time for John Cena. The time is not now. Who is it for then? Anyone? I don't understand why Daniel Bryan had to get the title taken off him. CM Punk did it. 
So it's to me, it's bullshit. Because you have to have that. It's too much time in between. You have to. To me, that's bullshit. There's the that's the loophole. It's the fucking loophole, and I hate that with wrestling. How it's inconsistent. All right, but that's the way it is. But who? All right, Daniel Bryan. Outside of that, who else is going to be the champion right now? You can't do Roman Reigns yet. Why? He still has to. He has, he still has to get through Randy Orton and Triple H storyline. It can't be. Uh, who else? Kane. Um, Kane. There has to be a reason why Kane got put into the match. Just because Kane's associated with the authority. Plus, he's been in every single uh, Money in the Bank match, I think. Or he's been in the most. So, wait. Did you pick John Cena also? Yeah. Yeah, I picked John Cena. Um, but, I think that, but, the, but I think that they're putting Kane in because he's, he has the record of appearances. Do That's you, it. Do you have any shameless plugs? Shameless plug time, and the first shameless plug is going out to all of the Twitter followers that promoted us during Monday Night Raw and throughout the week of professional wrestling. Thank you very much for the support. We appreciate it. So, go follow Steve at Steve underscore of underscore smeg. Go follow B B at NYWC underscore sign guy. Please let me know if I'm pronouncing that right. B B. I don't know. Yeah, that's correct. Is it? Yeah. What's his first name? B. <laughs> Go follow Eric at Montreal Broski. That's MTL Broski. Also go follow Yes Movement Guy at Yes Movement Guy. Go follow Rohit RK at Rohit CR2K. Also go follow this week's musical interlude, Rick and Wrestling at Violent Rick. Also go follow the President Bits at President Bits. Don't forget to go follow Allie at the Alley Cat 1122. And she may have had the uh the tweet, I guess the promo of the week. I popped for her tweet. Um, she tweeted out, oh, no, you shouldn't have read this. Go follow at Marking Out within the next two minutes or your crush will kill you tonight. LOL. OL. OL. Um, awesome stuff. Uh, go follow and listen to Jobber Nation Radio. Awesome brothers over there. Go follow them at Jobber Nation. Also, go follow AJ at DrewFem97 and follow Jasmine at Reverse NMSage. Thank you very much for promoting us. And also, go follow Daily, uh, Daily X Men's World at the underscore Daily X Men. Also, go follow Dally. The- oh, Dally. Yeah. Dally X Men. Sorry. D A L Y. Uh, also, go follow or the, powerful, Who knows? the powerful diva at Miss WWE Diva. Um, thank you very much for promo- promoting us. Are these in there too? Why not? Go follow Justin at Justin DeRosa316 and Alex at A Delonzo1. Um, yeah, thank you very much for promoting us. We appreciate it. Uh, all the support, it's awesome, it's great. Um, makes us feel like it's really worth recording this podcast. Yeah, it gets 
it's fun and everything. No, but no, 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 no. It, it's totally worth it. To you. To everyone. Um, um, let me finish speaking. It makes me feel like I'm actually worth, worth that it. it's actually worth doing. <laughs> if because if if I didn't get the responses that we do currently get, I probably wouldn't be doing it. Um, what the seventeen hundred listeners per week doesn't do it for you? Yeah. Uh, but right now we do want to break eight thousand followers. The march to eight thousand continues. Continue the support for us, please. Yeah. Hashtag F A D A N. Who are you? Dave? Me, 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 me. Um, go follow also the wrestler formerly known as Kurt Hawkins, Brian Myers, the Prince of Queens. Go check out, go buy his t-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Brian Myers. That's ProWrestlingTees.com slash Brian Myers. Go buy his t-shirts, go support him, go follow him at the Kurt Hawkins Go follow his uh, professional wrestling school at Creative Pro. Um, he's booked in Bola, JCW, Beyond Wrestling, all over the place. If you are a wrestling promoter or if you're a fan and you are friendly with a promoter or you know a promotion that, that you want him to get booked at, have the promoter uh, email him at book, uh, Hawkins at gmail.com. So... Go check him out because he's going to be the 2014 star of the Indies. Yeah, you could buy two of his T-shirts, uh, the Prince of Queens T-shirt. You could buy the the Hurt Calkins T-shirt. And then you can go ahead and also buy Creative Pro Wrestling T-shirts and uh, I think tank tops as well. A few yeah. different designs on ProWrestlingTees.com, so definitely check that out. Go check it out. Um, also, 2CW is going to be putting on an event uh, in 3D in Watertown, New York. It's July 13th. Go visit 2CW.com. You're going to be seeing Spike Dudley as a special guest referee. And the match is going to be the Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray Dudley and Devon Dudley versus Kevin Steen and Jason Axe. Um, in addition to this match, you're also going to see Dalton Castle versus Eddie Edwards. There's a lot of other matches announced for this card. Go visit 2CW.com. Also, last but not least, uh, that, that, sounds, that sounds like three. Yeah, that was it. Oh. Um, but I'm going to also add on to there. I wanted to make mention of this a little bit earlier in the show. But the Sanctuary is putting on their debut uh, wrestling event, Live Pro Wrestling. It's going to be taking place Hazleton, Pennsylvania, Sunday, July 13th. You can go visit facebook.com slash sanctuary PA. Bell time is 3 p.m. Call up 570-262-0636. Tickets are only $5 if you bring the promo. If you order it online, I think on eBay, you could get it for $5. Uh, it's pretty much it's pretty awesome. It's going to be a wrestling event that takes place in a church. Um, I don't think anybody that is listening to this right now has ever seen a wrestling event taking place in a church. Um, uh, but this, this is a pretty awesome event. Go check it out. You're going to be seeing, uh, the monster, uh, two, you're going to be seeing the Prince of aesthetics, uh, the aesthetics, aesthetics, uh, Damian Gibbs. You'll be seeing Mr. Uh, Anthony Bowens and a ton more. So go check it out, this sanctuary, 
Facebook.com slash Sanctuary PA. You, you did hear me say I did, right? Or I have? Yeah, I did. You're not going to question it? Not really. Every single time I see a, a, a show at Madison Square Garden, that is church because I come out preaching. Really? Every single time, brother. Really? Absolutely. Well, you might as well continue your preaching. You got any shout outs? Ready shout outs gonna make you pregnant. I am giving the first shout out to Backstreet Boys and Avril Lavigne. They fucking killed it on Sunday night. And if you're a fan of Backstreet Boys and you're ashamed to admit it, it's time to say that you like them. That it's it's like nothing wrong with liking them. Yeah, and when they come around next summer, definitely go see them. You won't regret it. You're gonna be like, oh shit, I remember this song. Or wait, Topanga dies. No. All right, never mind. What are you stupid? No, I'm just reading a few. Never mind. First of all, fuck you, because if you were ever to spoil the debut episode of Girl Meets World, I would have kicked the shit out of you. Not Literally. Yeah. Girl Meets World premiere tonight, so I'm waiting to watch that. I'll po- I'll watch that as soon as I post this episode. Which will be instantaneously, almost. Second, though, Lionel Richie is getting the next shout-out. I saw him on Wednesday night. He was awesome. Uh, CeeLo Green was there, too. I, I expected a lot less than what he gave, but I was there for Lionel Richie. And uh, this summer is definitely going to be the summer of music for me. And I'm sure I'll be shouting out a lot more musicians that I'm be going to see. Uh, and go see a concert this summer whether it be a free or a paid event, whatever. And uh, my last is an anti-shout-out, which will be going to people who touch my things. Um, rule number one is always going to be the same, and I'm sure you can answer this, Dave. Don't touch Brandon. Which also includes my things. Uh, my, my things are an extension of myself. Therefore, if you touch my things... You're touching me, so fuck you. I.e. his uh, backpack. Everything. So, yes, exactly. My backpack is an example. That's an extension of me. It's me. Don't fucking touch it. Rule number one. So, for the people who touch my things, fuck you big time. And uh, those are my shout-outs and my anti-shout-out to the fucking people who touch my things. The assholes. I guess it's time for Ow. Ow. Pretty sure you just went over the, the mark out moment of the week. That's right, the mark out moment of the week as David went over over or just as. You know, whatever. Uh, you got a mark-up on the week this week? I do. Mine is watching that video clip from Beyond uh, Beyond Wrestling from uh, Brian Myers versus A.R. Fox. Um, the clip it, I'm referring to is where Brian Myers has A.R. Fox on the top turnbuckle in an uh, attitude adjustment. And he nails an attitude. Fireman's added- carry. Okay, fireman's carry. And Nelson an attitude adjustment right onto the um, side of the apron. Uh, I, I marked out for that. I thought that was awesome. And it, was a, it shows you a glimpse of what you didn't see in the WWE from uh, Hawkins 
and what you will be seeing. Yeah, honestly, I would say like the closest that you've ever seen stuff like that with him, which is not even close to that, would be his matches against Trent and yeah. I guess the match he had against Zayn was the matches or match? What is it? Uh, match. Match. He was his first match. Actually, he may have had two for I think, match. I think so, too. But he was his uh, Sami Zayn's debut match. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Whether you want to call it an AA or Death Valley driver, whatever. Um, I thought it was more of an AA, but even still, it was it looked awesome. I'm look I'm so looking forward to seeing him at Bola, uh, and seeing what I mean just that from that roster of wrestlers, uh, seeing all the potential matchups. So I marked out for that too. I guess the roster of, uh, the whatever amount that they have out of the 24 announced already, just because of the amount the potential, uh, great matches that you have. What about you? Okay, so this past week, I'm um, sitting on Netflix, browsing, and uh, I typed in wrestling into the, the search, and I I came across this the documentary called Wrestling for Jesus. I was like, fuck this, I'll watch it. Is that the one with Sting and all that, or no? No. Okay. This had nobody. No, I, I mean, I'm sorry if you're listening to this, but there was nobody that I knew, I should say. And uh, it, it, at the end of the documentary, like the credits roll, whatever, and on Netflix, the feature pops up, related movie titles. And one of the related titles was this movie called Backyard Dogs. <laughs> and I'm like reading the description. It's about a, an independent, uh, a backyard wrestler, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, this could be interesting. I click into it. It starts off like a documentary, like showing clips of backyard wrestlers and stuff. And uh, it's like in the year 2000 or in the year whatever, there was 300 backyard wrestling federations in the United States. By this year, there was 18,000. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be a, a weird documentary. And then all of a sudden it starts like it turns into a movie. Mm-hmm. Like it had nothing to do. Like it wasn't a backyard. It wasn't about backyard wrestling. It was, it was, but it was it was more of a movie. But what I marked out for was the uh, one of the main characters gets on screen. I'm like, what? I'm like, is that the Black Ranger? And I looked it up. And I was like, yeah, it's the fucking Black Ranger. So nice. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. It was a terrible movie. Hi Hayabusa was in it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and it well, says in the credits it says Frankie Kazarian I think is also in it but I didn't I didn't recognize him so I don't know it's from 2000 I think maybe that's who played the Black Ranger mm, definitely don't think so eh, you never know it's movies mm, never know what do you, I don't know what you're talking about the Black Ranger you clearly see who is under the mask yeah uh, thank you very much for listening this week this is our episode of Marking Out what episode number did we 177 yes 177 episode 177 thank you very much to everyone for listening for leaving comments and questions for supporting us uh thank you once again to violent rick for submitting that song for the musical interlude next um, week next week we have ring rope rebellion yes next week we're gonna have ring rope rebellion making their return to the marking out podcast go check out markingout.com for all of the past episodes Go check out Facebook.com. And all the future episodes. Yeah, future episodes. Go check out Facebook.com slash Marking Out. Go like us. 
Go uh, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash markedout. Do you have any predictions for the upcoming uh, Money in the Bank? Let us know. Leave a comment. Leave a question. Uh, let Tweet us. Write it on the Facebook. Let us know what your predictions are. If you write it on the comment page, leave it with what your thoughts are about the pay-per-view. Want to review the pay-per-view? Do a little blurb. I don't care. But I, we will read you, it. You clearly respond do to care, it. though. Well, I don't say you don't care. Then they well, don't I care. Do, I do care. I just don't care what they post. Oh. I don't that's care. Not, that's, I don't ca- that's still not a good way to say it. Yeah, they, they can post whatever they would like to post. As I mean, just post something. Uh, yeah, so markingout.com. Thank you very, very much. Any finale words? Oh, I did not understand what the fuck you were saying at all. <laughs> Do you have any final words? Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for being a fan of me. And uh, We wish you the... Best, best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a wonderful day. Oh, and uh, be safe on the 4th of July. Yeah. Make it the same. Make it the same. Yeah. This is next week, 4th of July. They should listen to this on the... Yeah, okay. Right? <laughs> I was going to say we could say it on the 4th of July, but then we would probably be recording on the 4th of July. Or... Just in case you start drinking on Friday, next Friday night. Next Friday is the 4th of July. Is it next Friday or Saturday? Saturday is the 5th of July. I'm okay. going to be going to see the Beach Boys. and Nice. Ras- right. Or Felix Cavalierian. But do not drink and drive. Be safe. Don't fight. Don't do anything stupid. Just enjoy marking out. Promote us when you're at partying yeah take the fireworks stick them in the ground if you're a trained professional and then pose like batista (laughs) didn't we do that we how dare you categorize me with you david did i do that yes you did david that's because it looked awesome (laughs) (laughs) i just realized what (laughs) like this is after the show ended already yeah no yeah we closed out already i did our rue right yeah. I guess. No, you didn't. I did, though. I said, Aru. And then you were like, no, 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 hold on, hold oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess, oh. um, good luck. Want to do it again? Do we looks. say, like. I don't want to do it again. All right, good luck, son, on the chocolate cake. Dick. Do we close like that? No. Go back. Keep on recording. Okay. What we do you gotta wanna... Close out better. Um. Why don't we do Brandon Likes Fisting anymore? I don't know. I mean, it, Robbie E got a dumb. He's dumb. Thank Three you, years old, bro. Everything's got to go away. 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 But uh, before this turns into a three-hour show, a three-hour show. Knew it. I a was three-hour show. I am going to say thank you. Um, come again next week, and uh, please, seriously, everyone listening to this, we see how many listeners there are. If 1,700 people comment, I'm reading them all on the air. Yeah, like Brandon said, you should always be coming to this. uh, Uh, Seriously, though. Seriously, become the show. I'm sticking with that. Become the show. Write us. We'll read it. Everything. We're we're for the fans. We're fans for the fans. I'm going to stick with what you said before. Just come to this. 
Come to our podcast. Everybody come to our podcast show. Gather up all and listen to the show. Gonna be down with Brandon. David really sucks. Don't listen to him. <laughs>